It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And thank you for listening to Twin Talk as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, you can also catch us on the largest internet radio network because we're large like that, Live365.com. And you know what? Uh, just because we're cool, if you want to listen to us on iTunes, all our shows are podcasts, archived for podcasts, not only on our website on TwinTalkCast.com, but also on iTunes. Search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes, and, you know, you can subscribe for free. Subscribe, eh? That's, it's that simple. Put us in your gadget. You know, the good thing about that is that no matter what you're doing, like my dad, he's got a podca- uh, uh, iPod. Yeah, he does. He mows along with that iPod, but he, I, I bet <laughs> you he doesn't listen to us, but you guys can. You can mow the lawn or you could sit on your dryer. We should, we should, uh, <laughs> and listen to those twins. We should subscribe in my dad's stereo. iPod. We should subscribe my dad's iPod so he doesn't know. They just download automatically. Uh, you know? And then all of a sudden, every day, time he turns on the iPad, he hears us. He'll be slapping you upside the head. <laughs> anyway, we're so happy. We broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage, live to the world. We have people and listening to us all over the place, and we appreciate you guys saying hello on Facebook. So if you want to do that throughout the show, we read your comments. Just go to Twin Talk Show on uh, Facebook and become our friend and post any kind of comment or anything on uh, our wall. Uh, just be nice about it. Really? <laughs> That's what you have to say? Yeah. Uh, you know what? We, we, we sow seeds of, of freedom and love and, uh, you know, speak your mind and uh, just know that uh, everyone's cool. Just uh, speak responsibly. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, the uh, freedom of speech doesn't mean to, to speak whatever you want. Uh, freedom of speech. You brought it up, brother. You brought it up. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech. What do we have on today? No, you started it. You talked about freedom of speech. Let's talk about freedom of speech. Okay, well, let me tell you, uh, I'd like to talk to you about speech, but not freedom of speech uh-huh. or lack of freedom of speech. Uh-huh. I want to talk to you about the word. The word uh-huh. is, is, is like magic. Uh-huh. When you speak something, it will sprout something. So now if you're sprouting uh, words of affirmation and love and uh, compassion, uh-huh. then then good. But if you're sprouting words of uh, division and separatists, then you could consider that black magic. You know what I would say to that is that uh, we are in the middle of uh, a uh, uh, an election year, and there's a lot of people out there speaking st- black magic. Hold on a second, stating their case. Well, how would you expect people to state their cases then? Uh, sometimes it's, uh, no, I think more importantly than uh, stating your case and making a point is making love. Yeah, and if and if you're if you're making a point, and no matter how good of a point you or someone else may have, you're if it's causing separation, then you you have to just close your mouth and see it. 
see it. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. This weekend, I posted something on our Facebook wall that was pretty controversial. And um, I contend to this very day that there was not an ounce of hate in it. As a matter of fact, it was my campaign speech because what's going on in the Middle East, I believe, has nothing to do with a uh, obscure uh, film. Um, they believe that uh, having followed the events for a long time and really reading up on it all the time, I believe it has to do with failed uh, White House policy in the Middle East and uh, with NATO as well. And so the, But it's the, the nature. It's, it's the way that you did it. And, and you know what? Your I, I, point— your I, put point, up a, we, I put up a post. But your point went way out the window. And because it, people were not listening to my point. My point was I was talking about this is what it is, and everyone kept saying because I defended, and I don't defend the film per se because I haven't even watched the film, but I heard it's trash. But I do defend people's right to free speech. And in our country, I think it's a, a – and the whole point of that original post, which I can't show because my brother deleted it and censored me, uh, is that – Hey, I'm not a finish. regulatory entity. I no, but you are. You regulate you – re, you and I regulate the, 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 the in, Facebook Indeed, wall. and I was – And I was, so, so you are. It was, I you was concerned I. about the image of Twin Talk because as far as I'm concerned – to me, it matters more, not what I say, uh -huh. but how people feel, okay? Uh -huh. and, and, and if I'm perpetuating uh, a goodness and badness, I better know about it. And if, if people don't see your words, that's on them. But you got to see what they're act how they're reacting to your words. And I said nothing, nothing but facts. I stated no hate speech. I stated nothing in hate speech. Everyone else is, is free. And it's ironic because everyone was... Um, uh, condemning me for supposedly uh, condoning the film, which I clearly said over and over again that I do not, no. and nope. and and saying that I'm it's I'm, that I'm hateful and and racist, but they were calling me names, so it, it I don't understand that. No, it wasn't condoning the uh, the uh, what you said or nothing. It's it's the fact that you you stirred you rocked the boat to make a point, of course, and that's totally. Uh, it's uh, uh, rocking the boy boat. It should be a sign already. You, I mean, that's w what we have all over the news and all over the the everywhere uh, newspapers and all over the world. Which is why we're in the predicament we are now because all we have is a bunch of people stating their cases, okay, and and not shutting up. And and as far as I'm concerned, you need to shut up, Angel. This is our show. We ha we have a radio show, and we are afforded a freedom of speech to say what we want. So more, you and I, more than anybody, need to respect that because we're, we're making a living off of it. And if we, and if, listen, if we cannot respect other people's speech, then how can we expect people to listen to us? You know what, brother? No. Uh, how many, how, listen, you, you, meant, you, you, um, you alluded to the listeners that didn't say a word. How about the listeners that, that are, are, I think your, your GMO hippie stuff is boring and insulting to them because they're, they're, uh, they might feel they're above it. They don't say anything. But you know, you and I are very different in that way. And people are going to listen or like or dislike what we say. And that's what, our, that's what this, hey, we are celebrating. It's okay to like speech. and dislike what people say. But, the, but you know, you, uh, your post was offensive. Bottom line, where it was where, where was and, it offensive? And where? it was offensive. Where? The whole letter was offensive. No, no, that you posted. No, I'm not talking about the letter, dude. Well, that I was, am talking okay, about the letter because every because okay. I know that you didn't write the letter. Okay, okay, and but it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter whether you wrote it or not. You stuck it out there, and it just okay. riled up the people. Okay, let me and go back. And that's what you did, and that's what you've done in the last two or three weeks to make a point. So my point is this. I'm go making ahead, a go point. Ahead, go ahead. Is that you're, it seems to me that what if to I you, did th- it seems to me. It seems that's censorship. To me, what, say, what if I did it, that? It seems to me that to you it makes more, it, it bears more weight to make a point than it is to make love. And and you, it's very, very simple. I don't want to make close, love. Close your eyes and close your mouth and just, uh, just feel the people. Are you stirring them up? Okay, that's not a good thing. Okay, can that's I, that's an imperialist okay. way of thinking. Oh, there it is. T- it is. There it is. Think, I'm a colonist. Think my way. I'm an emp- empire. Or, or, or the evil empire. No. Hold on. It is. It's an imperialist I'm shock not, and awe way all. of thinking. You make people either they you shock them, and you divide them, and you conquer them. No, and that's not at exactly all. what you are. Not at that's all. Exactly. What not you're at doing. all. You, when you when you decide to to censor someone. And 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 to delete their p- posts. You're the one controlling and conquering. You're misusing the word censor, Jose. No, no, it's because not. I'm 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 a, a a radio host of the same radio right. show that is yours, Twin Talk right. Show. Right. And I and I saw something that I felt was inappropriate in a very severe way uh-huh. that was going to hurt what, our which image. One, which one? And our listeners. Which, which one did so you delete? I deleted it. Which one did you're talking about, Jose? Don't get technical with me. See, that's your problem. You no. get so technical, no. and that's what draws. And what draws rhetoric back and forth, and, and you don't see. You're too you know busy funny? talking, and you don't see the bottom line. Uh, we the bottom we line have a is, talk show. Yeah, but that was that. That's let's talk about it. Let's not post it. And even when we wait talk a minute, about that's it, what let's it be is. let's be objective about that's it. That's what like, it is. Not like oh, you know, you know, I I I took it off you, which you call censor. I'm it not. Censor. I am not a regulatory. You did. You and I entity. regulate the Facebook okay. wall. And then you, I, and you, I and you took mine it, out. And then you changed the password. Of course. And then you reposted it. Uh-huh. That again. No, is, I did. Uh-huh. That again is an imperialist way of thinking. It's my way or the highway. No. And you're, I'm oppressing you. Indeed it is. You and oppress that, me when you censor. that's exactly what's happening with the, with these European countries that are going to other countries. Uh-huh. Okay, and and then there's uprising happening. That's it's what the same it, thing. You're, that's what it boils down totally, to. Yeah, and it that's exactly down. what okay. you did. Okay, my point. My point. I had no problem listening to people's uh, responses. Okay, people were they're very civil. Uh, let because me finish. That's you, what you, you wanted. Let okay? me finish. I just, that's what you wanted. Yes. Listen. There's a whole reason. There's a reason why. I, my lady, for those of you who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I posted a uh, uh, a campaign pitch. Which basically said, do not believe the hype. What's going on in the Middle East is not having to do with a film, but with failed NATO and White House policies. And I went on and I put a video with the with the head of the House of Intelligence Committee stating pretty much the same thing, and I supported it. And then at the end of that, I said, do not reelect President Obama. That was my campaign pitch. That was pretty much the essence of my post. It, let me finish. Let me finish. No, you just, you're me, not talking about the post. I am because that's the one you censored. No, that, I, I took that one off a lot because it was alongside with the other one. No, that it you wasn't. Posted Can with I me the, fin- let me the finish. The Dear Muslim Brothers. Let me finish. Letter, let me finish. Which, you know what? I hope nobody bombs Theo Lisa's garage. Theo Lisa's I, here's pissed off at you. Here's a deal. I posted that and. I got so much slack because everyone kept saying that I am promoting the the film, and I don't. One, I haven't seen the film, and two, I, I could care less about the film. Uh, I believe that the pro- the issue is I believe in freedom of free speech. Unfortunately, um, 
the administration, I believe, is using them as a scapegoat. But I think people were so latched on to the fact that I offended the president and I offended whatever they think I offended by just stating my campaign I don't speech. Care about had the I president. said, had I said, had I, I said, I don't George even vote W. For if, I know you don't. So if, don't had speak I said, to me. So don't no, speak for me. Had I said, no. Had I said, George W. Bush is a Nazi. He hates black people because he let him die. And Katrina, everybody, nobody would have been offended. Seals 8, you're always talking uh, what ifs. You're always talking about leaning on some kind of principle. Why can't I give a pan campaign speech? You do every show. You no, talk about your GMOs. Wrong, Jose, every nothing, other show is a Monsanto there's GMO. There's nothing wrong thing. with a campaign speech, rather wh whether or not I'm voting Then why did for you delete it? Then why uh, did you delete it? Because it was alongside with no, the other Muslim it. one. It was a completely it was different a Muslim post. One. Well, then I didn't mean to no. delete that one. I deleted and, What I meant to delete was the whole Muslim one, and that's the one everybody the was reason why I about. Not the one. Don't, the don't you start delete, That's the one you deleted it. I, I deleted them both, and the reason why I posted the other one, and I, and you and and you were so so angry, like of course I like was. if I because you I, brought it. I'll tell you why because you brought it up to me and I said, you know what, Angel, I, this is something I really believe in. Just like you have your GMO yeah, but, and Prop Thirty Seven, yeah, Jose, and but, I I feel very strongly post, about this. But and the then you nature, deleted it without the nature of the post, Jose. You don't understand. It's I wanted people not to reelect Obama. Yeah, that's what but, it was. Yeah, but the the dear Muslim letter, come on. Okay, come the, on. What my brother, dear Muslim letter can, was can totally, I just, totally. Can offensive. I just say something? And and I, I'm and not Muslim. What? And you know what? I know you're not. And, and you know what? That was very insensitive. Whether or not you're trying to make a, whether you agreed with it or not, I made a point. You, your point was all about well, it's freedom of speech. Yes. I could put whatever I fucking want up there, and that's a bunch of BS. Because what did no. you do, do again, once again, for the second time, as you posted something with your high fucking hat and, and created division. Again, it's the second time you did that because you're like, so I'm freedom of speech. Like, I'm Mr. Principles. I'm all good and I'm all that. And I could do it. And you know what? Anybody could do anything because it's their fucking right. But it's not being responsible. If you're dividing people and if you're hurting people, then shame on you for doing that. You know what? Um, if people take things offensive or they, 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 it's on them. You know, it I absolutely have, is not. Here's it the absolutely deal. is not. That is so... Mitt Romney. Uh, you know what? See, there you go. It's see, it's a, it's an Obama thing. It's it's Isn't totally. It? It's oh, Mitt totally, Romney. Mitt Rom no, why you bring up Mitt Romney? Why would you bring up Mitt because Mitt Romney is the one that's on the news right now talking that he talks shit about Obama, and I don't care about Obama. I, I want then everyone, why you bring up? Mitt, I want Mitt all Mitt the listeners to know that I'm not voting for any president. Because you're I not even think, you're not even think, voting, dude. I, and you tell people to vote for Prop 37. A, you know what? How ignorant you are, Jose. I've been registered at the same place, and I vote every. Every uh, okay, you just called nah, me a name. There you no, go. There you go. You, it's hate because it's the second time you say that. It's the second time you say that I'm a welfare ass. I've never been on welfare. It's it's the second time you say that I don't vote and I'm not registered. I, I, and I've always been registered. So that to me is ignorant. Okay, I always and I've been registered at the same place. I go vote at Pleasant View School where I've been. I went to go uh, to school at, and I'm voting yes on Proposition 37, and I'm not voting for any presidents because my candidate it doesn't exist. Okay, and you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you're going to be part of a uh, uh, a talk show or any time where you're espousing things on Facebook like your Prop 37 and Monsanto and all that stuff, 
you have to be able to accept that other people have other views that have nothing to do. Let me finish. That have nothing to do with you. You are into that hippie Monsanto stuff. I'm into the news and politics. And the fact that you keep telling me that we can't talk about news and politics, that's insulting to me because that's, uh, uh, this, I'm the other half of Twin Talk. And we, have, and we have been spending a lot of... Diversionary dialogue, I, I could talk about whatever I want. Because I didn't say that you cannot you talk just, politics. You said it on Facebook. You, you texted me. I just you said, texted me. You said, we are not CNN and Fox News. We're twin... Yes. Whatever. Yes. I am. Yes. Yeah, CNN, working and, CNN and Fox News does everything very hatefully. They you, totally do. You know what? I don't and get they my, rout up the people. You could talk politics, but I could, we don't have to do it that way. I could talk whatever I want because it's people. my show. Just like you talk about I know what you, you want. I know you could do it you, any way you've been, you want, but you've you been, don't You've been bringing to. a lot of guests and stuff that you want to talk about Indeed. because it's your show. It's my show, too. I can talk about that stuff because, listen, the irony here is that you are so against uh, you know, me. You're, you're always saying that I don't let you uh, speak, but... You've been bringing guests and topics to the show that I could care less about, but yeah. I know it's you. Yeah. So I say I go along with it. And now I want to I oh, want let I me finish. Really let me finish. One time in 2 years I have posted one political post on Facebook. One offensive one. One offensive no, one. Uh, uh, you deleted Period. it. You deleted it. Offensive one. You deleted it. Deleted it. Okay? Okay, I'm talking about the offensive post, and you keep trying to make no. it seem like I'm not. I posted that because everyone speech. was calling me. I was trying to make a point. People, I know, but let who me cares finish. about your point? When I was. Let me when finish. It went like sixty let comments, me and you everybody was fighting. By that time, it was who gives a shit about the post? Comments. I, my post is just this. like just like right now. All the all the uh, Marines that are dying overseas for the last I don't know ten years. Who cares now about it? September 11th? That was 10 years ago. People are healing, and our, and our soldiers are still dying. It's the same shit. You know what? A lot of people do care about it, Angel, unfortunately. You might not care about it. Like, because, I don't care about GMOs. of the diversionary I care, dialogue that goes on. I don't care on, about the GMOs. That's latched on to the, to the emotional, uh, the, to the emotional uh, offensive dialogue. You latch that on, and it's, now you got people that are all emotional, and then they think that we have to fight. Here's what's funny about this is that, you, is that that's what you that's what you. Did. You're, you're just like CNN and just like Fox News and just like I all could, those politicians I, out there I, I could, that, I, that like to divide the people. Angel, I could be whatever I want on my show. This is our show. Yes, and I you could always too. Say, That's you why I'm telling you this. And you say it all the time. And you say, this is our show. Fine. I'm not, and Angel, Angel, you have your, your shout-outs and your chill lounge and your GMO and all these hippie things going on that have nothing to do with me. That I, but I respect that. And, and frankly, Angel... I've even told you, there's times I've been telling you before the show, you come in and say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm like, I say to you, you know, I'm kind of tired of it, but that's cool because I know that's you. And you need, listen, the problem with people that want other people to tolerate is that it doesn't work the other way a, a lot of times. You need to tolerate the fact there that I care. Again. I give a shit Reverse about what's going racism. on. No, I give. I care about what's going on in the Middle East. I do. I do care that 9-11 happened. And, and it happened. These attacks happened to uh, occur on 9-11 because they were planned. So you care so enough to care. continue to divide the people. No, I, I care. So I'm going to so, say something. I'm going to sow a seed and see how it divides the people. I said do not elect yes, Obama. Yes, do not re-elect Obama. Your words, your words are powerful. Then what yeah. if I said do not re- don't, don't vote 
vote for Mitt Romney, would you have been pissed? I don't care. I don't care who you, you wouldn't vote have for. cared. But if I say Obama, then I it's don't a, care. The I, I don't care then, for Obama then don't, either. Then don't you delete keep, it. See, then you why keep putting posts in my uh, words but, in my mouth. But you deleted it. I didn't vote for Obama last the last time, and I'm not voting for him again. I'm not voting then for why any did president. You delete my post. You keep putting words in my mouth. Again then why did you delete my post? That's your way. That's your imperialistic. Why did you delete imperialistic shock and awe way? No, if I was imperialistic, I would. I would. I'm glad you're not. I would take over. I would I take over. You'll be a tyrant. I would take over the show if I was, and I wouldn't let you bring all your hippies and all your you know healers. You know what? All, all this, your juicers. All I wouldn't this, because you know it'd be all, all this, about that. All these shows that I bring on, okay? I'm not. You continue. I'm not criticizing. No, them. wait a second. I'm they, just saying no, that's you, second, that you, not me. That you continue to tell me I let you do this and I let you do no, that. No, I'm saying and I, I let you do this. You know what? Everything I do here. I never here, said that. You, who, I said I, I go along with it because you are who okay. you are and you should go along with me. I'm okay. not saying I'm allowing you. Okay. I'm saying I'm going along well, with whatever it. Well, whatever you want to say, I go, you, you allow it or you go along with it. Of and course. I get the third and degree, you should. And I get the third degree before every show and oh after every show because of your imperialistic ways. Now, look, I'm not giving you third degree. You I'm sure giving are. you some twin talk content. And I'm telling you I'm not that you... Need to fucking shut up with all that bullshit. There you go. Hate, you There's a hate speech. You could, Everyone's no, accusing me talk, of. No, you could Everyone talk. Everyone accuses you me of hate speech, politics. but you're the first one to you call, could talk call politics. Me you could talk politics, no. but you need to shut up with your tongue because you, you're irresponsible I, with it. I can say whatever I want because I live in a country that people have died for to protect my constitutional rights, and that is how we launched this radio show. I work in a television news where I cover things that I don't like 90% of the time, but I have to do it in an, as unbiased and objective way as I can. I'm sorry it offends people. It offends no, you're me. Not Let me sorry. Yes, I am. You're not I'm sorry. sorry it offends people. Sometimes it offends me, but I understand that there's something greater than just what my feelings being hurt. And that is the ability. Your feelings. Uh, yes. Mine meaning generally speaking. Your feelings. I, but uh, generally speaking, because we live in a country that the moment we give up a liberty, the moment that happens, a tyrannical, like the one you're talking about, a tyrannical government will take over. And the moment you start, Who listen, let me finish. Let me finish. The moment you start quantifying the, the type of speech someone has, because it might be uh, politically incorrect one way to, or another, and then criminalizing it, then we have a, a, a country where we no longer can question our government. And I posted a post that questioned the government. I had been following these events since Gaddafi and before that, and I knew before even those speakers came out on television that that was not based on a That's video. That's not what and I deleted, I posted Jose. that. Yes, it Stop was. Stop making it seem like I deleted that post. I po I, I, I delete, I you did. did. I don't care about no politicians, Jose. Then you You're delete? hiding behind some... some uh, First Amendment right of, of speech, okay? Nobody says to give up your right of speech. All I'm saying you is took to be, mine away. All I'm saying is to be responsible with it. I didn't I don't care then, about no then, politicians. Then, then be responsible I'm and being, don't swear on no. me. Don't swear at me at the Be on, responsible. On the air. Don't call me names on the uh, air. You know what? You be, know what I'm saying? That's that's being be responsible. responsible. No, no. If if you're telling me to be responsible, then I'm you be responsible you, too. I'm telling you. Then you be responsible you, because you know, it works two Jose, ways. But with the type of uh, of offensive post that you put up there do you think that if you know that you know re respect it, it needs to be earned and it isn't automatic just because you're my relative it isn't automatic and you and it and it doesn't oh, mean so that someone so someone could call me a race and racist and a bigot when they know i'm not no jose 
the way it appears. No, but everyone okay, knows the me. way it appears. The 90 percent of the people that posted there were not family members, and they were respectful. My own family, who's known me for forty-four years, was calling me. Are starting to doubt you. Uh, obviously, a racist. And Jose, a so doesn't that say something to you, Jose? No, it says. Yeah, it does. It says that that obviously they they don't they didn't they missed they the point. didn't get your point exactly exactly they totally missed the point. What matters is it. What, what matter? It, look, what what happens in the you know. Well, look at what happened with, with with Obama. There's a lot of things you don't agree with him, but maybe you just missed the point, Jose. <laughs> what, that's a terrible argument. It's a good argument because you're going to come back and say, yeah, but you're you going to come what? back and say, but a I lot of statistics. Well, because of him, this is messed up. Because of him, this is messed and up. And that's fine. Well, let me tell you, because of your post, there was a lot of division. Okay. So what I'm telling you, Jose, if you Wait, would just stop okay, looking ask, at let yourself, ask you this. let me ask you this. Stop looking at yourself. Let me ask you this. And what, just see let me what ask, you cause. Let me ask you what and is. And that speaks louder than whatever define, fucking post you put Define up. what you mean by division. I want to understand what there you There was mean. division in the post. People were fighting amongst each other on this post and the last one, mm -hmm. which you smeared. You smeared. What do you mean? I everybody smeared? that was tagged. What do you mean I smeared? Everybody on the post that you that you put where uh, the marijuana post. Right. Okay. Oh, it's that's total, what it's all about. No, that no. See, there you go. It's uh -huh. about both of them. It's about you posting irresponsible stuff, causing division. And by now, you should have learned that. Why? Why? Why is it about me posting something that? Because I, you should be responsible, Jose. Okay. You have to care about what people think, whether they're wrong or not. If you're causing division, it's only one you and a bunch of others. By now, statistically speaking, you're fucked up. There you go. There's the hate speech that everyone's. No, it's about. an expression, Jose. No, uh, that's a hate speech. Okay, there you go. Shit. Look, if it's about if it's about the pot post, then it's about both posts. It's about you being irresponsible with your posts. Oh, uh, so no one, but so forget the message. It has forget, nothing to do with Barack Obama. No, forget the message. Then forget the message. It, it's about me making the message. Is yes, what it is. It's about the way you made the message, Jose. It's about the way so you. So sh I shouldn't tell your children or anybody's children if they're doing something I believe is wrong that I, that to stop. Yes, it you I'm can. Yes, you can. But don't put it on a mountain. How would you like me to do that to you, Jose? Well, there's, okay. there's things I don't like about okay. you okay. that are very, very personal. Okay. How would you like me if I put it up there where we have sixteen, seventeen hundred uh, likes, right. plus everyone else that you that you like that, right. that, that you tagged? That's irresponsible. You want to know why? And that's you doing things without thinking, just like this last. You, you want to know why I did it uh, publicly? Post. Because they had no problem posting their their Christianity against publicly. Who cares? You still smeared them. Who cares? Uh, you still them, smeared they them. They smeared themselves. They smeared themselves. Okay. They do. See, the, okay. I don't get the point. I don't they get the point. Every day. I didn't get the point. Sorry. Okay. Just like everyone else didn't get the point, and everyone else is getting. You know, people unlike their friends. Are, are, that's fine. Are Facebook. I don't care. I do. I care. I care because you know what? There's a way to communicate, and we don't have to offend Listen, people. Listen, Facebook is always fluctuating. You're gonna win some, yeah, you're gonna lose some. Yeah, but we're twin time. talk. Yeah, you know, we're and twin talk, and we're and the and we and the whole show celebrates our diversity. Exactly, the but it doesn't have to be offensive. We need to be respectful, Jose. You know what? I do not find any offense in my post whatsoever. Yeah, but everyone whatsoever. else does, Jose. Can't you see, Jose? It, it, even even in the law, when you work somewhere and you harass somebody, it's not. I'm not. Hold on a second. Anyone. Give me my. When you're at work and somebody claims that you harassed them and you did not. You know what the law says? It's it doesn't matter I know, I what your intention says. It's what, what the they perceived. Yeah. Okay, so 
you need to be able to connect with people at a certain level. Yeah, so I, how do I do it? By, do... by eating my vegetables well, you don't, and, and chilling no, you out don't put a, and go hiking a Dear and Muslim climbing a Brothers rock, letter like on, tw on, on Twin Talk. You don't do it that way. And you don't go up there saying, hey, you shouldn't smoke pot and you shouldn't do this, and then tag everybody. That, everybody, it, it's slanderous, Jose. It's what it is. Well, then why don't you don't have a problem with them slandering themselves? That's on them, Jose. Oh, really? It's on them. But see, it's you mm -hmm. assuming a position of like, I could say it that's because a, it's free speech and because I am much better than you. No, that's not it. Because I care. Can a, can a person care? Well, care differently, Jose, because you're, you're sucking at it. Oh, see, that's what it is. You're offended because I spoke to people I, uh, you would rather. I am offended by the post. On both posts, indeed I am, because you smeared our family, one. Okay. I smeared them? Yes, you I did. I smeared the family. They smeared, smeared the family. They smeared themselves. They smeared themselves by posting crap on And two, on, and two on you put up uh, another post that, that divided, that, that was offensive Listen, and div divided. It's, you need to learn how to talk, Jose. You I, just did, need I to. was very clear on the post, very clear, over and over Jose, again, stating facts. You, that letter that you did not write, okay, you posted it. It was offensive enough. I, the reason why I posted it was because... I don't care, Jose. See, there you go. I don't care you don't want to Because point. you don't want to see the point. I know because your point, Jose. You, once you did your... Once you see, did, that's not the point Once right you now. did your damage, I, I, I had to you stay back. You already did Nobody, your damage. Once you did the, your, your deletion on my post, I had no defense. You have, I can't show people... How could like you my, not defend? I was, I was banned from the Twin Talk no, Facebook. No, because, because I could, you deleted my post. Oh, yeah. Blame it on me now. No, you did. And so people can't go back and look at it and see whether or not it was offensive. You should have deleted the whole thing. You should have never, never reposted it. You know what? I'm going to continue to post my political posts as much as I want. You have your... Prop Nothing wrong stuff. with that, Jose. Then leave you, it alone. You're, you're, then you're leave it alone. You have then to leave be it responsible alone. with it. Then leave it alone. Leave it alone because that's what I did. And you, you, you post your th Prop Thirty Seven stuff all the time, and you talk about all this stuff all the time. And I have, it, it, I have no problem with apples with oranges, Jose. No, I'm it's not. not it's all free because speech. it's diversionary dialogue. What you're saying, I'm not opposing your political posts. I'm opposing the stance and the way that you do it, Jose. You're doing it wrong. How would you say I do it then? I dancing on a on a rainbow with flowers in my hair? Probably. I, I, there's nothing wrong with being com uh, having com uh, uh, passion and, and, um, and conviction. There's is, is and, and 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 really, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's me, nothing that's, wrong. That's, that's oh, me being my being the change. Passion that's and me. conviction doesn't mean I don't want to posting my... offensive things, Jose. It doesn't mean that passion and conviction means you have passion and. How conviction. about the fact that I, you know, there's a lot of things on Facebook that people post all the time that I find offensive. So tell them something. Uh, no, but then it'd be irresponsible, wouldn't it, bro? No, you just said it. No, it's free speech. You know why I don't? Because it's freedom of speech. That's why. This is because circular. I have to, this because is circular. I, have to, I spoke my piece. Because I have, I have to accept the fact that people have different beliefs, and I do. I might not like them, and I just go, wow, that's kind of stupid, and Jose, I just move on. Jose, and it's I, not the beliefs, Jose. It you, sure is. Diversionary dialogues yet again. There are so many things it's on Facebook that are It's not what you believed in that I'm offended in. It's what you posted in the manner that you posted it. Okay, just it's because like I twice. posted it. Because no, a lot of it's people, the manner that you posted it. A lot of people it. post things on Facebook that are but so offensive. But they're not my brother, Jose. They're not my brother, and they're not twin talk. And because I am your brother, you should respect me because you know me. I tell you because you I know love me. you, Jose. And if you do, and don't delete you, my post. Because twin talk then represents you, both of us. Now, if you if you, if you want to post something on your own, then post no, it on your own. Angel, but don't, don't you tag don't, everybody. Listen, let me say something. You don't represent me. 
You don't. I, I know. Because when you talk about your GMOs and all the hippie stuff, that's not me. And that's what cel- hey, I know, but that's it, what does we it celebrate. You? This is, does it no, offend this you? This is what we celebrate in but the show. But does it offend that's, you? That is not the point. Yes, it is the because point. Because some things, hey, look, what might offend. When did I ever put because what, vote what, on uh, uh, 37, you assholes? Uh, did I say asshole? No, you didn't. Did I say but that? But that's offensive, right? For the record, ladies and gentlemen, I never said that. He never said it. I he said, never do not reelect Obama. But the, and that was offensive to people. Jose, no bullshit, Jose. It was the it was the dear go, Muslim of, brothers letter. Swearing. Jose, I'm talking about. Then the why dear, did you delete the post of I, Obama? I then? deleted the dear Muslim. Give me the reason why. I they they were both related, Jose. I don't know. No, I thought they were both related. They were not. There were two separate. Well, see, diversionary dialogue. I don't care about Obama. I deleted that one by no. accident. There, okay. There the go. the one that I wanted to delete was the dear Muslim ones, and then you banned me from the Facebook because and you, you continued it because you because it's offensive. I was I was trying to show to you that what it's like to be. See, you took you t- listen to me tell you took the control away from me by deleting my post without talking. See, to See, there me. you go. And so therefore, you have a problem I you. with control, Jose. No, I, no, no. If I had a problem, I wouldn't have ever given you the password. You just made. You just said it, Jose. No, I was responding to what you, you say because you banned me. I'm, I, I didn't I, ban you, Jose. I took the you post out so. before anybody else could read it. If I have a problem with control, you would never have had you the have password. Problem with as soon as I I made those Facebook page and Twitter, I gave you the password and said, "Angel, post to your heart content. People will see our differences. Post your philosophies. Post your ideas and opinions because people are going to love or hate us each." Respectively, Jose, that's what I said. All you keep saying but you is, can do your thing. All you and keep I can't telling me, all you keep telling me is how you let me do this and you let me do that. No, 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 I didn't. I said I encouraged you to do it. Do your shout-outs because you, you you don't get the show, dude. You don't get it. you don't get it whatsoever, dude. That's what the show's all about. And it's all over the radio. The shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts. And uh, we're going to give you some shout-outs. I got a shout-out for Rudy Robles, uh, Patty Sandoval, Robert Aguirre, off from Baldwin Park. Thanks for posting on our Facebook and still being friends with us. Also, Musa Sidibe, you're over in Africa. Hey, Holmes, when are you going to say hello? Hey, call in anytime, 626-275-TWIN. Also, Sandy Cochran. Hey, miss you, girl. Where are you? Um, also, want to uh, give a shout out to our Irene Via. Hey, I'll see you on Saturday, homegirl. Thanks for all the likes and all the posts. Also, a shout out to all the Zapoteca Roots fans: Benny Bravo, Jose Manuel Garcia, Lilibeth Salazar, Corazón del Pueblo. I love that place. Hey, they got open mic there, and uh, and there's a lot of love there también. Also, Rizo Michelle de la. De La Cerda, Claudia Estrada, Luna Pax, Denise Vialba, Oscar Sketch, Navarro, Dead Mundo, Duran, Cindy Greenthumb. Oh, homegirl, I want to meet you, eh? Anyways, those are the shout-outs. They're brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10, 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte and tell them that the twins sent you and they'll hook you up. That's your shout-outs. Mom!
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And uh, because we're cool like that, we do it out of the largest internet radio network. That's Live365.com. But we want to tell you guys, before we got in this old uh, rap thing, that uh, what we got going on today, we got a really cool show today. Uh, today we have a, a call-in from the front man uh, from uh, the cool-ass reggae cumbia fusion uh, band Zapoteca Roots. He's going to call in today. Uh, now, why do we have to say Roots? Why can't we say Roots? Because that's Zapoteca, Zapoteca Roots. Roots. Because you got to go this Saturday to the CD release party, which uh, Jose and I are hosting uh, and you'll you'll know why we say it that way. And uh, uh, Eduardo from Zapoteca Roots will tell us all about that and give us all some details. Also later on. Also on the show, um, uh, our friend who's been a contributor to our show on a regular basis, and whenever things happen in the Middle East, she helps us decipher it from Lisa Daftari.com journalist and Middle East expert Lisa Daftari was going to be with us uh, later on in the show. Uh, help us uh, sort of decipher what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, any questions, feel free to ask. Uh, feel free to post them on Facebook They're even now. They're pissed off over there. I'll tell you that. And <laughs> Lisa, I could just say it in, in two words. Pissed off. <laughs> and you know what? Lisa Deftari has uh, done a lot of research on that. She's on Fox News Channel, on MSNBC, and all the networks, and on blogs and radio shows all the time talking about that and uh, feel free to ask your questions uh, uh post them on facebook even now and we'll ask them when she's here uh as uh, as well i want to i want to preface this our next guest by the way both guests i contacted last week as soon as these events started happening and they had nothing to do with this controversial post that my brother and i have been fighting about and uh unfortunately it's untimely sort of because both both guests can be uh, my, us having them here can be construed as as that we're taking a certain stance or point of view. We leave it up to the listeners to uh, uh, to decipher where their uh, where their backgrounds are or whatever. But the next guest is a, a very very controversial guest. Her name is Nadim. She is uh, uh, she is an ex Muslim. She was in the uh, 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 um, and. She was in Muslim for 23 years, and for 14 years she's an ex-Muslim, and uh, she's going to be here. She's got a show on Truth Sat TV. 
truthset.tv called Unveiling the Quran. Her name is Nadim. She's going to be here with us. And um, you know what, folks? It could be uh, pretty controversial. So uh, stay tuned. But also, as we do all the time, every Tuesday night, straight out of NBC and Telemundo, our girl, the girl with the uh, news and dirty laundry and all the information, all that stuff in between, our friend Jackie Casas with uh, the latest. What do you have for us later on in the show? I, th I thought I'd never get on here. You guys totally <laughs> threw off my shoes. It's already 8 o'clock. Yeah, you guys threw off my time. So <laughs> let me see what I got going on here. Okay. It seems like tonight I have a big swap that has occurred on some of your favorite entertainment shows. I know one of them is Jose's. Oh, uh, no. Find out what shows soon. And finally, are you concerned about a zombie apocalypse? Well, in case you are, no worries. Yikes. Preparations oh, no. are being made to help you out. I'll let you know what that is. All that and more coming up in a few. Okay, when we come back again, we'll have the news and lo dirty laundry with uh, Jackie Casa. Stay tuned. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. What's that, brother? Hey, man, that's the intro music. I'm digging it. Ladies and gentlemen, Twin Talk Cast is growing. Yeah, we got the new show uh, every Friday. It's called uh, Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. Willie Bass. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Bass, legendary rocker, uh, multi-Grammy award winning. He's got all the friends. He's played with them all. You name them, all the rock icons. And he has his friends come over and uh, hang out and talk about uh, you know, all the rock and roll business. And he broadcasts out of uh, uh, Cantor's Deli over, uh, in the, the heart of... Uh, of of the rock and roll world here in the uh, West L.A. The area. Kibitz Room, the legendary Kibitz Room uh, in Cantor's Deli where Slash and Drummerama and all these people used to hang out. Listen, go to TwinTalkCast.com, click on the icon where you see Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. And uh, as a matter of fact, there's already three podcasts up. His first three shows are up. Check them out. They're awesome. What a cool-ass show. Man. His last show, we had Dramarama on. That was really, really cool. Right on. So check him out, ladies and gentlemen. Every Tuesday afternoon, 3 p.m., live on TwinTalkCast.com. Check out Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. And, yeah. And also check out the podcast because you can subscribe to them for free. All right. They go to www.TwinTalkCast.com and check it out. All right. Yo. Jose and Angel of TwitchTalkCast.com as we host Zapoteca Roots CD Release Party, Saturday, September 22nd. Zapoteca Roots is releasing su nuevo CD, El Borracho, con una noche de cumbias y arte, hosted by los twins of TwitchTalkCast.com. So, dance to the reggae cumbia fusion that is Zapoteca Roots live for El Borracho CD release party Saturday, September 22nd. There'll be live art by Dead and Sketch. Spinning Las Rolas will be DJ and Ray, the Twin Talks with Jose Angel custom photo booth, and live performances by Kimbuba and Zapoteca Roots at the Zapoteca Roots CD release party Saturday, September 22nd at 1949 North Main Street in Los Angeles. You can get your tickets at the door for $15, but buy them first at Disco San Papi and get a free CD. So call 213-286-6014 for the Zapoteca Roots 
CD release party September 22nd. That's Zapoteca Roots CD release party Saturday, September 22nd at 1949 North Main Street, Los Angeles, California. All right, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you know what? Before we move on to our next uh, uh, segment with uh, Jackie Casas, News and Dirty Laundry, I want to, uh, in light of everything that's been going on, I want to introduce a new um, segment of the show that will be semi-regular. My brother has a wonderful franchise that he calls the Chill Lounge, and we end every show with it. It's a great way to do it. But, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to introduce it, and... Uh, We'll talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jose Hernandez, and I'm going to be introducing a new segment in the show called Patriot Pass. It's an opportunity for me to speak my mind regarding any issue that I may feel strongly about. And exercise, if you will, in free speech, because I believe in the saying that says, rights are like muscles. If you don't use them, they will shrink. Listen, we live in the greatest country in the world, the oldest working democracy in history. But we have become victims to the beast we have created. In an effort to live in that idyllic life of happiness and contentment, we have acquiesced to the political correctness that is killing us, putting much speech and opinions and open to being construed as hatred, bigotry, and terrorism. So from now on, on a regular basis, I will take a hall pass, or so-called Patriot Pass, where I will indulge in conveying my opinions or ideas without fear of persecution. I ask that you indulge me. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to agree with me. Just let me have my peace and my speech. Thank you very much. That's my brother taking advantage of his hall his hall pass, <laughs> and that was uh, uh, that was Kiss doing the uh, the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Anyways, we're Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Angel, and I'm Jose. Why wow, we did it the other way around? I almost said Jose. And we thank you for and as um, as you heard the segment that uh, we I just introduced. Um, I will be uh, having that segment on a regular basis. And you know what? We sort of had a hall pass earlier because my brother and I, we argued for about 20 minutes about offensive speech or not. And so that was sort of a hall pass right there. Yeah. Uh, so, But from now on, I'm going to be taking that pass. And I hope that people are not offended because I tend to have some pretty uh, strong convictions. I promise you that my intentions are never to do so because I will respect everyone else's speech just as I hope people respect mine. Whether you do or not, that's your prerogative. Anyway, so that's what's going on.
And as you know, when this nice beat comes in, we know it's time for our friend straight out of NBC and Telemundo. The woman with the 411, the woman with the skinny, the woman with the trash, the news and dirty laundry. Multimedia journalist, our friend, never our foe, the coolest chick in Twin Talk. I dig her. Nobody <laughs> has her, only us. Everybody loves Jackie Casas. Ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Casas. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, baby? Oh, gosh. What a way to start the show, guys. Yep. What a way to kickstart it. Any opinions on that, or do you care? I will stay Sweden or Switzerland, whatever. <laughs> sweet. Yeah, I'll stay sweet. <laughs> sometimes, I'll stay sweet. sometimes freedom hurts, folks. Yeah, but you know, nice way. Anywho, um, yeah. So we're starting the show a little bit later with at least my part. So I'll get right into it. A death row inmate who weighs. 480 pounds Whoa. is Yikes. arguing that he's too fat to be executed. <laughs> Ronald Post, who shot and killed a hotel clerk in northern Ohio almost 30 years ago. Any idea what hotel it was? Because that uh, could be the difference between life and death. If it's Courtyard Marriott, who cares? Motel 6, who cares? Hilton? Doubletree? Hey, man. Okay, hang the motherfucker. It was in northern Ohio. Northern Ohio? Ah. Uh. That's like Cleveland area, like the Erie Lake area. That's a pretty big city. <laughs> Cleveland area. Yeah. Mm. He's got a big cleave. <laughs> <laughs> he's got cleavage in the ass, right? It's a cliff. Well, he's so he's fat, he's got Cleveland ass. Regardless. <laughs> and and the other, what's the state right next to Cleveland? Um, that's not a state. That's a city, bro. Okay, so what's the city <laughs> next? He's got a Cleveland ass right next to the city. Toledo. Toledo. <laughs> and the other one in Toledo. How's that? <laughs> uh, I come from Cleveland State. Okay, so Ronald Poe shot and killed a hotel clerk in Northern Ohio almost 30 years ago. He wants his upcoming execution delayed, saying that his weight could lead to a torturous and lingering death. Post, who is 53 years old, is scheduled to die via execution on January 16th for the 1983 shooting death of the woman that he killed at the hotel. Was, it, was he black? You, you it know, doesn't you, say. You know what? It's just going to cause a rolling blackout. That's all. Oh. <laughs> Post claims Because he's black or because he's big? Because he's big. <laughs> we don't know if he's black. We don't know. He claims his weight, vein axis, scar tissue, and other medical problems raise the likelihood his executioners would encounter severe problems. What kind of execution do they use there? Uh... Um, the thing. Electrical? No, the... Or the shot. Thing with my... Oh, I thought it was electrical. Vein. That's why I said the, uh, the, the, uh, the mortal shot. Oh, so they use, they use, um... The thing. Euphoria. Oh, injection. Euphoria. Yes, Euphoria. injection. What they use on the dogs. He's also so big that the execution kearney might not hold him down. This is, no, this is what they should do, really. This is what, really what they should do. They should use this kind of... That'll Medical personnel in the, in times before has had a hard time inserting IVs into his arms. So therefore, if they were going to do the um, that injection dose, it would be. If you can tranquilize an elephant, you certainly can uh, tranquilize a fat man. Come on, think about it. But that's to tranquilize him, not to kill him. Well, you need to tranquilize him first in order to kill him. That's what they but do. That seems kind of violent. That, that's what they do. They think? put a tranquilizer. You know that they they and immobilize him. If they were to him. tranquilize him, would they like? Have him face forward? Would they like? 
I don't know. Tranquilize like, no, no, not not shoot, shoot them. Yes. Tranquilize. Uh, tra- <laughs> I know, but how else are you gonna? Spray they don't use a gun. They have a big. They use big syringes too for them, dude. Shoot them in the ass. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I, I, I don't know. He must like this the uh, the gel food because he doesn't want to die. Huh? That's my question. Four hundred eighty pounds, and you you are in jail. I thought they gave you like shit in jail to eat like yeah. what the fuck they give you well you know like what you know what they give you they give you junk food in there well, you know the worst thing in jail is the worst the, thing the in salt jail, the salt peter the the salt I, d- I didn't try that <laughs> the coffee is the worst thing in there really why it's like you know when you run out of coffee mm-hmm. and you still have some in your little uh basket mm-hmm. and you're 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 you're, you're feeding for coffee so you just pour some more water in it. mm. <laughs> it's like that <laughs> it's like gel coffee. You know what? This is totally <laughs> off topic. Okay. But I totally made coffee over the weekend to get away with my friend. Use the sock? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never heard of that, dude. I've done it. <laughs> a sock? What do you mean a sock? What did you? Oh, you no, 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 no. Gross. That sounds gross. No. <laughs> the same his, one you huff with? His coffee pot was broken. So the coffee maker is totally functional. So we were putting those... um. Uh, like big ass g- thick glass measuring cups to hold the c- the coffee uh-huh. but you need to touch the sensor uh-huh. so we were using first we started with a metal spoon uh-huh. but that conducts heat very quickly <laughs> so it kept on burning our fingers so then we came up with to touch the wooden spoon but just on the side of the sensor and <laughs> coffee voila right on. Well, awesome. Improvise. Anywho. It's like a druggie with a spoon. What's up with that? <laughs> the po- uh, this man has apparently tried to lose weight, but he's had severe knee and back problems. He'll lose at least 21. It difficult to exercise. He'll lose at least 21 grams when he dies. Yeah, you got it, right? You got it, right? Okay, move on to the I'm next one. Whatever. Let's move on to another jail in Massachusetts. A federal court judge ordered a Massachusetts officials to provide sex reassignment surgery for a trans- transsexual <laughs> prison inmate. Sex reassignment. Yes, for a transsexual prison inmate after determining that it was only adequate treatment for the inmate's mental illness. What, did they put a transsexual in the transsexual ward? He's just an inmate in prison in Massachusetts. So they actually allow it? He, yes. They, they want to assignment to where? That, no, Angel. That means they're actually going to give him a sex change. Oh. The, okay, I heard about it's this. It's called reassignment? Yeah, sexual yeah. reassignment. In other words, sex change. Okay, that's ridiculous because the taxpayers are going to be... Down at your... At your it's ridiculous. Well, let me, let, me, <laughs> let me tell you what's going on. The, the State Department of Corrections said that Michelle Kosalek previously known as Robert, <laughs> is serving a life sentence without parole for murdering his wife in 1990. So he has a apparently a gender identity disorder. She attempted to castrate herself and tried to commit suicide I, twice uh, he, he, while he, incarcerated in an all-male prison in Massachusetts. I've, I, I heard about that. You I know, think it's ridiculous because this guy could not pay for his... This guy, because he is a guy, until he becomes a woman. This guy could not pay for his sex change. Mm-hmm. He could not pay for his check sex change out of jail. Now he's in prison. He's forcing the taxpayers to pay for his sex change by saying by mutilating himself. He's been doing that for years. You know what? Um, uh, I think he's just trying to enjoy his time in prison. I don't understand that. A bunch of men, one girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, if he gets a cha- sex change, take him out because he will be. Here's the mistake. deal. I think it's ridiculous that, that the, our ta- the taxpayers are going to have to be paying for this man's. But I bet you all the inmates are over there lobbying for it's it. It's terrible. <laughs> no, it's terrible. No, that means he'll be moved to the women's ward, right? Reassign his wanker. <laughs> The, and you I, know, yeah, he would he would be moved to the. The guy had mutilated. Reassign that wanker. That guy has mutilated himself more than once in order to do to get that done. It's ridiculous. The taxpayers have to reassign it. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, that sex reassignment surgery can range from thirty thousand to eighty thousand dollars. This includes uh, the operations, therapy, hormone injections, and electrolysis. See, that's what we're doing, and we're paying for that. It's ridiculous. We're already paying too much money for our prison system. We're spending too much money Be- on that. You know why? Because it's a privatized one. This is the first decision in which the court has decided uh, to allow a, pris- a prisoner to provide to have sex reassignment surgery as a necessary medical treatment necessary yeah but he's been he's um well that's arbitrary that is arbitrary (laughs) arbitrary they should just slap him and say shut up bitch (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i should call him a he or she i mean he's a he he was born with a with a schlong but but he's she it's getting reassigned eh? no he's a he (laughs) and he's mutilated his pecker and now he thinks he now you want you know they want him you know he wants to get a free sex change ridiculous new assignment pecker. whatever whatever (laughs) let's go on to the next one well she's gonna be very happy he well she will whatever is he she she will when she's done (laughs) okay moving on the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is ready for a zombie apocalypse. Oh, no. And now the military and law enforcement are getting ready, too. So next no. month, they're going to start training. A security firm called Halo Corporation announced that about 1,000 military personnel, police officials, medical experts, and federal workers will learn the ins and outs of a zombie apocalypse. Oh, my God. This will be all part of an annual counterterrorism summit. This is all according to the Military Times. Sure, it's going to be a little, you know, tongue-in-cheeky because a lot of sources have claimed there is no such thing I as thought, zombies. I, I thought, well, maybe the, maybe the military and high up there, they know something we don't know. I thought the White House came out and said there was no zombies recently. Yeah, uh, well, so visitors will, <laughs> will learn to deal with a worldwide pandemic where people become crazy, violent, and fearful and eat faces off each other. <laughs> um, the zombies or the fake zombies will roam the summit grounds, which will take place in San Diego, California. I want to see it. And they will be harassing troops and first aid teams that will be participating. So is it open to the public? Oh. No, it's not. As far as can I know, we, it is not Can we not broadcast live there? You should do a, po- we should do a podcast. Shoot them in the head. You know what? There, there must be a reason why. You know, and, and I'm going to go. I'm gonna, uh, it's a stretch. Okay. The the uh, resources are depleting to the point where we're going to start eating each other. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> so the military, the, that's probably what they want. God. Well, like I said, several branches of government have declared that there is no such thing as zombies or a zombie apocalypse. However, the CDC also released that this is a playful guise to get the public prepared for actual It's disaster. diversionary, diversionary actions. By the way, real quick, Marisol Mendez chimed in in regards to the uh, sex change in prison. She says that's too bad because there are people struggling to pay for medical care for their own family, and he commits a crime, and now we pay for his sex change. I agree, Marisol. You're a wise woman. Okay, let's go on. I'm sorry about that. Continue. So, um, 
the military will get trained in zombie apocalypse. Well, y- you know, all they which gotta- makes me feel like if the military is getting prepared, should I be getting prepared? Well, yeah, and if you can kill the dead, you're a pretty good killer. I've already felt like if I ever had to deal with an end of the world apocalyptic situation, it would be with the zombies because for some reason I think they're slower. <laughs> versus then like not the ones in the not the new zombies high not the, the new ones z- in the walking dead are slow just buy the video game baby and you'll be all right i'm not a video game person but but you're a zombie killer I, yeah i'm into killing zombies so <laughs> i i've the, the only thought that i've had is having like a bunch of bats easily accessible to me like in my car next to my bats? bed yeah like bats like oh baseball bats yeah Oh, we'll just whack him on the head. Yeah, so I like the idea of practicing. So, like, this is my right arm 360. <laughs> so I kind of go 360 three times. Okay, and whack at the <laughs> you know, up in the head. And then and then the low one, which, you know, you nice kinda, move. You sink in and you get them, Orale. like. Watch how you're going to hit somebody. Right there. Be careful, baby. <laughs> she's swinging at me, Jose. <laughs> just let me you know. she, She's got that What'd backhand. you tell her? Oh, see, but see, I'm scared of the backhand because then I would become physical contact of the zombie, and I'm scared that I'll turn into one if I touch them. <laughs> no, they have to bite you. They have to bite you and have eaten some part of your Can flesh. Can I backhand them after I blow their brains out <laughs> with my bat? <laughs> I can do that. You have to completely decapitate them. That'd be a hard swing. That You'd be swinging for the fences. I can try. All right, next. Man, we're so behind. We're so late. Okay, this one's kind of sad, guys, Uh-oh. so hold on. Over the last two decades, the Boy Scouts of America failed to report hundreds and hundreds of alleged child molesters to police oh. and often hid the allegations from parents and the public. What? How long? Over the last two decades. This is from a Los Angeles Times review of 1,600 confidential files dating back all the way to 1970. Well, I want to know is why are they reporting it to the same people who are molesting instead of reporting it to the police? Because, they, yeah, you're right. It's it's ridiculous. So it's, maybe it's made up. That's a, You know what? That's a very good point. But I, why wouldn't you, if your child was molested... I, I'd go sock the guy. I'd go beat up the guy. And then go to the police. Go to the police, yeah. Huh? That's a good point. Well, um... <laughs> The scouting officials um, apparently frequently urged admitted offenders to quietly resign and help them cover up their tracks. Admitted? So maybe even if they went to the police, maybe there wouldn't even be any sort of paper trail or anything. They would totally cover up for them even even if the police went. So those guys were really Boy Scouts. Vo- <laughs> volunteers <laughs> and employees suspected of abuse were allowed to leave, citing a weird ass reasons such as um chronic brain dysfunction or duties at a shakespeare festival but they got to get arrested or something well this is currently still an investigation but um it seems like there were a black there was a blacklist uh contained by the organization a blacklist of alleged molesters that they kept internally um for years wow dude that's gotta that's gotta have uh that's got to have some kind of legal implications there if they were hiding that shit. Well, um, that's, it's, it seems to be prevalent for some reason in these kind of institutions that, that have to do with that when you entrust your, like churches, you entrust your children in the churches with, you know, and catechism, and you entrust your children in this because those places are where those, those people are going to go. It's easy access to children. And unfortunately, 
those institutions don't want to lose money or lose faith or whatever, and they hide it and they just push it on to the next generation and the next generation, and it's it's despicable. And if it was my kid, I swear I'd be in prison, probably beaten up on that guy trying to get a sex change, <laughs> because I would have I would have done some damage to whoever you know damaged my child. Well, it seems like eighty percent of the cases there is no record of the scouting officials um, reporting the allegations to police. Um, in about more than a hundred of the cases, the officials actively sought to conceal the alleged abuse or allow the suspects to hide it. So, you know, once they <laughs> went to the police and then they go to Boy Scouts, they're going to be like, oh, you know what? That lady, her son is kind of crazy and she's kind of crazy and we have no record of it. We have no paperwork. So the police is probably going to go, you know, with the organization, which has been around uh, for what, almost a hundred years? Boy Scouts of America? Oh, uh, yeah, 100 years. Yeah. Oh, so over 100 years. Yeah. Follow me, boys. <laughs> Boy, that means that puts a different meaning to that song. Oh, gross. <laughs> so sad days for Boy Scouts of America. Uh, it is a sad day. It is a sad day uh, for all those poor children that have been uh, probably traumatized by that. Hundreds of cases, yes, guys. Terrible. Hundreds. He touched terrible. me, Dad, but I got a medal. <laughs> I'm an Eagle Scout. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find the eagle eye. Ooh. Okay. Uh, All right, guys. Were you doing a fundraiser? No, it was a <laughs> fundraiser. <laughs> okay, move on. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, just I heard this. raise and <laughs> razor, whatever. Okay, moving on. So there's uh, some shakeups in your entertainment show, guys. Uh-oh. We'll start off with American Idol. There is a huge, there's been a huge... Um, Shake up with the judges. Is Randy Jackson going to stay? Who's going to come in? Well, it seems like they have finally decided that Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj will be the two new judges on American Idol. Wow. Really? Nicki Minaj, I don't know, but who's... They, they had been actually been feuding for the last few weeks because Mariah Carey didn't want to do it if Nicki Minaj did it because then she felt like she would be kind of like overshadowed by Nicki Minaj because um, she's super popular right now. Right. But Mariah's Mariah. But Mariah Carey's been around forever. She's like a superstar. And she's not going to be upstaged by Nick Cannon on his show. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now they have uh, put their uh, feelings aside and they've decided to put it together for the show. Even we're shown photograph walking hand in hand down a hallway. Of course. It's a photo op. And now these are the new peeps. Mariah Carey, Nicki Minaj, and... Um, Randy Jackson. Here's Nicki Minaj right here. They should have got rid of Randy Jackson. Randy Jackson, I thought, left. He was going to be part-time. Like, he was just going to be one of the uh, mentors uh, for the competition. Uh -huh. But then um, they ended up, uh, keep, he ended up deciding to stay with the show. I'm sure they said, all right, fine, we'll give you an extra $10 million. Here you go. Yeah, dude, I'd, st I'd stay. I'm sure that's who, Before that, who knew him? Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck was he? Nobody knew him. They and people still kind of don't know him. It's just the guy that says dog. They should put me up there, right? Right? I think I would rock it. Oh, my God. I would be really good at it. You, you know what? You would not be good at it because you I couldn't would. tell anybody that they're bad. You'd be like, oh, it's cool. Just slow. <laughs> yeah, You'd be would. terrible. I'd be like slamming cow. I'd be like, dude, keep your day job. You know? All right. <laughs> uh, okay. And also the voice. Uh, as we, it's a super popular uh, show, sort of like American Idol on NBC. Uh, the show's hosts have been having a switch up. 
Christina Aguilera has openly uh, said that she had plans to temporarily leave the show so she can focus on her number one passion. Which I like her. She's singing. hot. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, Christina? I met her. I met her one time. She's pretty and mean, though. And I don't get, I mean, she's not really tall. She's really, really short. Right. And to me, she she was totally a star. I was blown away by her. Why? You, no, she but was Angel, so sweet. You're her, starstruck. Her bodyguard didn't let me take a picture with her. But you're always starstruck, bro. No, I'm not. You cried when we met when, when we met uh, Marie Osmond. Marie Osmond. She, he cried. Well, it's Marie Osmond, you man. Cry, he cried. Angel? Yeah, that's Marie Osmond. They're about what? the same height too. They're both really short. Of course, I did. I would never he think was. You would cry he was crying. She's a little bit country, and I'm a little bit rock and roll. Why wouldn't you cry with? Uh, I used to watch her every Friday. I like her, but I um, love uh, Marie Osmond. I don't know. And her son died shortly after that. Boy, is he um. Yeah, it was his son, not her son. <laughs> it was Donnie's son. Oh, it was Donnie. Yeah, that was her get, son. Get your story no, straight. No, it was Marie's. It was no. Marie's son. It was Marie's son. It was Marie's son. Get your story straight, fool. Okay. Yeah, it was her son. <laughs> right, let, let me defer to the girl from News and Dirty Laundry. Whose son died? Marie. <laughs> Marie. Thank you. Marie Osmond's son. So, so I stand corrected. now Christina Aguilera and Bastillo have decided to temporarily step out, and they are going to be replaced by... Any guesses? Ozane Angel from okay. Twin Talk with Ozane Angel. <laughs> so Christina Lira and, and CeeLo, right? Yes, they have been replaced. Come on, you guys. Give me uh, some. Christina Aguilar, are they girls? One of them's got to be a girl. CeeLo, who's CeeLo? Christina? CeeLo Green. Oh, CeeLo. I have no idea. Uh, Michael Jackson and Tupac. No. Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, um, Come on, think of popular people. Um, That rapper. Uh, Lady, Lady, Mele, Lady Gaga. Mele, Mele, Mele. Mele, mele, mele. Lady Gaga, Wayne. She's a popular Latina artist, singer. Uh, J Lo. No, you guys suck. Okay, they're being replaced by <laughs> Shakira. Yeah. And Usher. No, Shakira's my girl. I love her. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's pretty dope. She flirt- I totally dig her. She flirted once with me when I was working with her. She totally flirted. Was with she her. like her manager? She's stopped not, her. She's not very tall either. No, she's very. She's petite. short and sweet. Was her like hips? Like her, her hips didn't she lie to like me at all. <laughs> she was like Jose Hernandez. No, she was totally flirting with me because she was I'm like doing a hip dance right now. I'm supposed to hypnotize you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but your hips are lying to me. Well, keep trying, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so they have been replaced temporarily. Uh, it seems that as right now it is just one season could possibly extend it because they will CeeLo and Christina Aguilera are out to focus on their singing careers. Who's the other one? Shakira and who? Usher. Usher. Uh, Usher. No wonder Usher. I Usher rocks. I don't Usher, he's a good performer. I dig him, but he's Shakira. A, he's a fantastic performer, yes. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Those are your new judges for your entertainment shows. We'll see how they pan out for this season. So let's uh, let's talk let's talk about your uh, uh, the big story, about what happened in the Middle East. Oh, okay. So we're going to touch that one a little bit. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) protesters enraged by a film mocking the Prophet Muhammad have battled police in dozens of countries across the Middle East. Violent violent reactions has taken over the streets. And last week, four Americans were killed at the U.S. Embassy in Libya, one being U.S. Ambassador Chris Stevens. The film portrayed Islam's prophet as a womanizer, child molester, and ruthless killer. Nakula Baisley Nakula, I'm 
almost positive I said that right, the filmmaker who lives in Southern California was questioned by officials but not detained or arrested. Nikula, who is also known as Sam Basile, and other aliases, has a background of financial bank fraud. His whereabouts are currently unknown as he did not return to his home in Cerritos, California. You're talking about the guy who made the film? Yes. Uh, he did not go back home after his questioning and, and as of this moment is in hiding. However, a picture did surface of him um, with another actress of the film. The actors on the film are very upset with um, uh, this dude because uh, the film was presented to them under com a completely different um, interpretation of what the project was going to be. Uh -huh. um, so she yeah right the <laughs> low the low budget YouTube <laughs> video liars, man. the low budget YouTube video was released in July and was pretty much ignored by the United States but Egypt aired a few of the clips and violence erupted in multiple countries such as Yemen, Sudan, Tunisia, Morocco, Iraq, and Iran, and multiple other Islamic world countries. And, you know, in order to help us kind of decipher what's going on out there, we, we defer to our Middle East expert journalist, uh, uh, Middle East expert, good friend of mine. Um, you can see her on all the big networks talking about uh, what's going on out there. She has a website, uh, lisadeftari.com, on the phone with us, Lisa Deftari. Lisa, this is Jose. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hi, Jose. Hi, Angel. Hi, Lisa. Thanks so much for doing this with us. I know that you're busy. You're always busy, and that's fantastic. Thank you for taking the time with us uh, to be on Twin Talk again and help us out with this. Um, you know, we spoke a little bit yesterday about what's going on out there, and um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, controversy as to what was the initial spark. Do you do you adhere to the same belief that it had anything to do with the film? Look, you know, um, I can talk about what I think in the short term. Um, you know, the the, the the initial reaction um, was about the film. But we can also talk long term, and we can go back to nine eleven. And Angel, I'm going to say this just because I want to be as honest and open and speak my mind on your show because I, I frequently do come on your show, Jose, and I go way back. Um, but I really didn't appreciate your comment about no one giving a shit about 9-11. That's absolutely untrue. People lost their wives, their sisters, their mothers, their brothers. And this country is still healing. No one's over it the way that you stated. People are over it. People have moved on. That's not true, first of all. And second of all, if you think for one minute that this is more a reaction to a film rather than a continuation of the terrorism we were introduced to and we got a taste of on 9-11, that you're being completely naive. The truth of the matter is that terrorism in, in various forms globally, um, this jihad against the West and in particular against the United States, has been almost like a flame that goes down and goes up throughout the years, but it's always existed. And it, is it just a coincidence that this all happened on 9-11? Was it a coincidence that they had a black flag with them? Was it, was it a coincidence that all of this was um, a, a very unified and, and kind of uh, harmonized movement, um, you know, throughout different countries in the Middle East? I don't think any of these are coincidences. And to say that it was because of a film, even if we're going to say it was because of a film, that was an initial spark. And I really don't think it was because of the film. Um, you know, you know, Jose and I talked about this yesterday. I've been saying this, you know, in, in various interviews. Um, you know, 
Let's say the film was awful. Let's say it was the most sinful thing against Islam. Go to YouTube. Go onto the web. Are there not dozens, if not thousands, of films against Christianity and Judaism? That's true. Um, you, you don't find these people on the streets. You don't find these people burning down, um, you know, consulates and, and other um, places. And, you know, this is not something we can easily brush under the carpet. This was actually an act of war. This is American territory. This is, a, you know, a diplomat. This is, we should all be enraged. It has, it has nothing to do with left or right. And I think the reason why people are making light of these situations and what's going on in the region is because... It, it, people think it's a direct attack on President Obama, and it's not. It's not a direct attack on President Obama. Has his foreign policies um, failed beyond what they are admitting to? Probably this is a sign that that's a yes. Right. You know, I mean, let this me, is coming right after. Go ahead. Sorry. Let me ask you, no, and... Um... Uh, I'd like to go back because I really feel that the uh, you know we can go into uh, years of history of what's going on, but uh, I, I think a lot of people turn back toward the Arab Spring. There was so much uh, prop, uh, so much hype into it, and a lot of people were so happy about democracy and what have you. Was was the Arab Spring something that started out good and turned out bad, and this is what has happened, or oh, how do you see it? I mean, look, no one's going to say that people standing up for their rights is a bad thing. People waking up and saying, we want freedom, we want rights, we want jobs, we want bread. That's an all wonderful thing. But analysts at the time, including myself, said, you know, beware. What's going to happen when these political vacuums are created? Who's going to take their place? People who have the pop, you know, these groups that have the funding, the organization, the popularity, these are the groups that are hovering over and are going to swoop in and take over. And we knew it at the time, but you know what? It's difficult to speak out against the movement that, quote-unquote, is for democracy. Right. But, you know, in that region, democracy doesn't have exactly the same meaning that we want to give it in the West. Good point. Lisa, this is Angel, and I'm glad you mentioned that the, the democracy doesn't have the same meaning because it's, it's kind of what I'm going at. Uh, <clears throat> You know, you know, you can just like you said that the these terrorists have been going on for so long, but so has uh, East uh, Western occupation in the uh, over there. You know, to them, their livelihood, and I'm not from there, okay, but their livelihood, you're not, and, and, and you know, <laughs> their livelihood and everything like that can be totally different. How do how do you know who are we to to uh, to say that we know what what they need, okay? And well, and so um, my brother, uh, hey, I have a point. question. Um, there are, you know, you, 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 people like you are quick to applaud President Obama when he goes into Libya and gets rid of Gaddafi, when he swoops in and gets rid of Osama bin Laden. But then when things like this happen, you use big words like imperialism. I mean, look, you got you can't pick and choose what you want, and no. it's not it's not something we're not trying to be chic here. We're trying to be honest. Just and for the, honest the truth is for the record. Um, being, Yes. For the record, Lisa, my brother might have given you the the wrong impression, but I don't support any candidate. Yeah, my brother is apolitical. But you know what, Angel? That's not that's not you know you're not you're not making any sort of a stand, or you're not making any sort of uh, what am I looking for here? You're not making any point by not voting. You're not you're just not exercising a right. That I, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, not I, voting is actually voting for the winner. So last time you did you did vote for President Obama because you didn't go out and vote against him, which is fine. I'm not saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's very healthy to have these discussions, Le and I don't think that for the sake of being politically correct, 
or not having, what was the word that you used with Jose in the first hour of the show? You know, causing a division is an Sep- issue. I think these are, it's all healthy, and this is what the American system teaches us from when we're in school. We're supposed to raise our hand and ask questions. That's why we're not a dictatorship. Uh, Lisa, um, uh, my brother did bring up a very good point, and I, and, um, um, I don't think you answered that with all due respect. Um, you know, what? how do people... You know, because a, a lot of people that do follow do say it's all about imperialism and what's going on there. You know, how does someone? Right. How, how do you respond to that? Right. So, and I and I feel that I I answered it, but maybe I'll be a little more clear. Yes, please. I'm sorry. Maybe again, I, pick and choose. <laughs> we can't pick and choose what we decide is American and you know to applaud when you know when we when we support American involvement and then to speak against it when we're, we're we made a mistake. Anytime this, you know, a, a diplomat was killed, so like, uh-oh, uh, uh, we don't even belong in Libya. But then when, you know, in Syria they're killing each other, everyone from the both the left and the right are saying, why is the American not doing anything about all the killings that are going on in Syria? Right. So, like I said before, we can't pick and choose where we stand on these issues. That's a very we, good point. Very good point. Now, no, and, I'm sorry, do you want to have, finish your point? Because I had one more question. No, no, that's, that's fine. Go ahead. One more question. Um, as far as uh, Libya is concerned... Um, was this a situation where we, uh, uh, Gaddafi would have been the lesser of the two evils and maybe this would not have happened? Or was you this know, something it, to do with the drone killings that just happened recently? Right. I think with, with all the countries, and I don't, I mean, I can speak about Libya in particular, but with all the countries, I think what was going on is that it was the evil that we knew versus the evil that we don't know. And what happened was that the country was dormant, meaning people have, had, were living under an evil dictator, but they had um, figured out the way of life in that way. Now you're asking mass populations of millions and millions of people who have never exercised that right of, of deciding who governs them, of, of going out and voting, of deciding what the heck is going on um, in their nation, to now build a nation from scratch. Right. And, you know, with Libya, it's a tribal society, and these people are not used to, you know, exercising um, those rights. But I will say this, and we said this before at the Arab Spring, the warning was that these anti-American, anti-West sentiments are latent into the population. Meaning, back then we said, all right, the Arab Spring is such a wonderful thing, and the reason we know that it's not an anti-American thing is that there's no burning of American flags or no burning of Israeli right. flags, meaning it doesn't have a very Islamist point of view and it doesn't have a very anti-West point of view. And now, if you look at the footage coming out of the region, it's entirely, you know, what do you see? Burning, uh, you know, they're, all they're doing is burning flags. That's the point they're trying to make. They're really not beating around the bush for being very clear about it. Right. They're burning flags. Um, and, you know, this is what we were waiting for. I mean, this is what they used to say that it was a very, um, you know, uh, benign thing. It was for, for, for the people. And I actually, you know, obviously we all wish it was for the people because that's why I, I would like to think um, people did go out into the streets it's because they wanted their rights. They want to learn how to read. They want to, you know, women want to drive. They want to have their rights. Um and, 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 you know, this is what happens. They get taken advantage of, and these other groups, you know, it, not every single person in Egypt will agree with the fatwa, you know, uh, yeah. the decree to go against 
you know, anyone who speaks out against Islam. Not everybody will agree with these things, but this is what we're dealing with. And the unfortunate thing, to go back to your original question of whether or not Gaddafi was better or Mubarak was better in Egypt than in Libya, you know, we had some sort of relationship with them. Right, right. And now we don't. And That's now. the one thing that has been, you know, eliminated from the equation. So uh, I have something real important. Uh, one of our listeners posted on Facebook. She says, Lisa, you're awesome. And I uh, mirror that sentiment. So I uh, thank you very much for being on our show. I really appreciate it. And I want to disclaim again, I want to put it out there that in light of what uh, the Facebook uh, uh, controversy that happened this weekend, uh, I actually contacted Lisa before this all happened. So I know it sounds like I asked her to come on, the, on board to kind of justify me, but that's not the case or vindicate me. Uh, I did call her beforehand, and she will attest to it. Absolutely. I'm actually very curious to see what this post was and see what the comments were. And Angel, just, uh, you know, from a, from a person who's uh, into social media and, and into building, I've been to so many seminars about building social media and become, you know, using it as a journalist. And the more, uh, you know, disagreement and arguing there is on your page, the better it is for traffic, the better it is for eyes and, and for viewers. And... I think it's just a healthy um, exercise of that that you should be open to. I know it's uncomfortable. Everyone wants to please everyone, but that's not the world we live in. And it's just it makes us smarter to question, to ask questions, to argue, and to hear other points of view. Thank you, Lisa. You're thank you, Lisa. Uh, thank you, Lisa. You're awesome. I know you have an engagement to go to. I owe you big time for making you wait this long. Okay. No problem, Jose. Anytime. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Um, okay. So. Um, uh, as as I said before, it wasn't something I, I brought her on to vindicate me. It just turned out that way. Uh, I actually invited her before I do, that. I do want to say something, and uh, I, I want to say, because my, my wife posted. Oh, yeah, and I was going to respond to that. And she reminded me that, uh, you know, I'm, let me I read, keep, can, can I, I read. Can I read it? Let me be the one. Uh, uh, Lourdes says, why is Jose and his lady, his lady, Lisa saying, she's not my lady. Uh, Angel is not voting. Angel does vote, and he is involved. He goes out and gathers signatures and helps pass Prop 37. So it seems like Angel is being attacked without merit. Well, I will say that I think she's referring to because Angel said he didn't vote for president. That's what she was referring to. Um, I know, so, but as so, a whole, I'm being pers- I'm being made look like I don't give a shit. Uh, well, you know, and you know what? And the no, show, but that Lisa was cool. I, no, but I bottom line is, that, but think about it, Angel. Think about it. Usually 99% of the time, I'm the minority. Everyone's attacking me on Facebook, and that's just the way it is. This is what's great about this show. People love to hate and hate to love and all that good stuff, but they tune in, and that's what's good, and it's an exercise on free speech. So we thank you all for listening. Thank you for Lisa. Thanks for calling in, Lisa. Appreciate it. All right, what do we got going on next? Because when we come back, when we come back, we're going to have another very compelling conversation. I'm sure it is because I've heard this guest for the past three years or so. I've heard her on, on other on other um, uh, radio shows and what have you. And um, again, I, invi- I had contacted her previous to this controversial post that everyone uh, was uh, hating me for. I-, I swear I didn't bring her on because of this. I actually contacted her last week, and she returned my call this week. And I'm honored she's going to be here. Her name is Nadim. She is a former Muslim, 23 years as a Muslim, and now she's been 14 years away from it. She lived the full Muslim life, and she has a very unique insight to what it is to be a Muslim, and it may be controversial, I'm here to tell you, but um, it's a unique experience, and that's what we do in this show. Yep, that's what we do. So first we've got to go to an ad. Okay, we'll be right back. 
doctors in all parts We've of the We've all heard the false corporate health claims before. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. DDT. Used right, it is absolutely harmless to humans and animals. The herbicide will open up ground areas. Now they say genetically engineered. Protect yourself with censorship. We live in treacherous times. Profanity fills the air. Scientists continue to discover more about bodily functions, and people hold opinions. Yes, everyone has a right to freedom of speech, but some people abuse this by saying what they want, when they want. As a result of this, the world has become full of other people's ideas and expressions, the perfect breeding ground for reality. In reality, people can interact with each other in many ways, such as pleasant salutations or the sharing of an exciting yarn. As wonderful as this may seem, however, always remember, reality is offensive. Reality is all around us, and there are many who cannot differentiate between what is fictional and what is real. The blame for this lies with everybody else. This is where censorship comes into play. But what is censorship? Censorship is a way of removing responsibility from the individual and deciding on their behalf what is good and what is bad. This is achieved by pretending that the world is a wonderful utopia and ignoring frightful things such as acts of physical intimacy, history, and the impertinent tongue of rap music. Censorship makes life easier by removing troublesome choices and shielding people from confusing ironies and humor. Such things are extremely dangerous. Irony can be used to make people laugh, but to some people, it can be as harmful as a gun firing angry crabs into their face. Humor is responsible for global disease, war, and poverty. And historians now believe that distasteful jokes and televised nudity are more than likely to have caused the Holocaust and the Black Death. Bye-bye, morality. Bye-bye. Whilst the government will do its best to protect your fragile mind, it cannot guarantee success. The people who live in the internet often dare to write their views on websites, instead of posting pictures of flowers and lighthouses, of which there are simply not enough. Should you find yourself unexpectedly confronted by such uncensored reality, here's what to do. Simply lock yourself in a dark soundproof room, strap Bibles to yourself, and fill your mind with images of fresh, wholesome vegetables. This will deter the sinister machinations of the hobgoblin of moral laxity. So, now you know how to protect yourself with censorship. Uh, you've been censored, bro. Okay, man. <laughs> that was uh, that was a curveball. That was, yep. was, was kind of corny. Consider that a uh, that was a payback. You took out my ad. I took yours out with a little bit of satire. But anyways, we'll, we'll go now to the ad that my I know brother, you were making a point again. <laughs> I was with a comedic. It was satire. Yeah. For, <laughs> and, but well, now we'll go to the ad that my brother intended, and uh, we will be right back with Nadim. I can't wait. Doctors in all parts. Of We've the all heard the false corporate health claims before. Smoke. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. DDT. Used right, it is absolutely harmless to humans and animals. The herbicide will open up ground areas. Now they say genetically engineered food is safe. If the large companies think these foods are safe, why are they fighting our right to know what's in our food? 
vote yes on Proposition 37 for the right to know what's in our food. Thanks for listening to the Twin Talk. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel, and, and I've been censored. <laughs> we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage at TwinTalkCast.com. And you can also catch us uh, subsequently. All our shows will be podcast on iTunes. Because we're iTunes like that. Remember, you could also friend us on Facebook. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook and at Twin Talk Show on uh, Twitter. And I forgot, you can also give us a call throughout the show the old-fashioned way on oh, yeah. our give phone line. <laughs> 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-8946. Go ahead, Ciao. brother. Oh, hey. Anyways, uh, so it's about time. Uh, right now, we, we're going to take a phone call. Uh, from my man, Eduardo Hernandez, from the group Zapoteca Roots. Yeah. What's up, Eduardo? Hey, how's it going, guys? We're listening to you from La Papi Cueva, Los Angeles, California. Nice. Desde Los Angeles al mundo, right? Desde Los, desde Los Angeles, California, para el mundo, Revilla Records. All right. El Papi. Fantastic. Can I, can I go get an Engelbert Humperdinck record there? <laughs> he laughs. He's talking about the uh, um, getting a record there. Since he's talking about that, my brother, let's talk about yeah. your new CD, uh, Zapoteca Roots debut CD. What's the name of it, brother? Oh, the name is uh, El Borracho. He calls it El Borracho because it's the first original song that I got to throw in this CD. And actually, it's our first professional CD, thanks to El Papi Revilla Records, Robbie Revilla. Awesome. Uh, el Grupo Maravilla, you know, the creator yes. of this kind of music, awesome. Musica Sonidera. Well, we are so glad, you know, that they thank us. And this is the third year. We are working so hard to make it happen. Uh, and, you know, try to, you know, come out strong and everything. And thanks for all the supporters like you guys. And, you know, we actually got to have our uh, first CD release party on this Saturday and we are so glad that you guys are going to be hosting the event. Awesome. Everybody's clapping right here, man. Hey, yeah. hey man. We're so glad. Hey, man, that's going to be a party because, uh, you know, I've been to a couple of your uh, your shows, and you you definitely have a great, great vibe. Uh, tell me about the CD a little bit. How how many tracks does it have? Uh, actually, we have uh, 18 tracks. And wow. It's all kind of, yeah, it's a mix, you know, from the producer to for us, it's only uh, musica colombiana, peruana, a little bit of villero, cumbia from Argentina, and of course, a little bit of touch of the, the thing that I've been doing with Zapoteca Roots. Wow. Cumbia hey, reggae rasta. Hey, bro, this is hey, this is Jose. Hey, don't you want to save a hey, little? Good, don't you want to save a little bit of music for your second album? Eighteen tracks—that's three albums right there, dude. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It's, it's hard to compete, you know, so we have to throw 18, you know, we're not kidding, man. <laughs> hey, uh, so, you know, we're looking, we're really looking forward to this Saturday uh, at your CD release party. I think it's a big deal because you have a good sound, a good vibe, and yes, a very, very unique, interesting uh, uh, reggae cumbia fusion that I think everybody should check out. Why don't you tell our friends... Uh, uh, What's going on this weekend? Where it's going to be at and all that kind of stuff? No, because we are so excited. It's going to be our first release TV party. The theme is going to be El Borracho y su Lotería. Because the oh, well, first, uh, single that we are promoting is El Borracho. So 
we are working and together with all the friends. They they always support us. Awesome. So, uh, what are you going to have? It's going to be you're going to be performing there, and uh, what else? Uh, we have talent. Dead Mundo Graphics, our curator, event coordinator, Zapoteca awesome. Roots, Cumbia Reggae Fusion, Grupo Kimbumba, Cumbia, and DJ El Rey, and hosted for Twin Talk Radio, for sure, man. Okay, give and, us, give our listeners the address and where they can get tickets. Okay, the address is 1749 North Main Street, Los Angeles, California, zip code 90031. And it's gonna be on um, Solidarity Inc. It's a warehouse. Um, they only do art, printing, and everything. And, and, and the tickets uh, you can buy it on 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 sixteen eighteen South Hill Street, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero one five. And also we can get it online on Flavor Us. Just type the, the theme of the, the event, El Borracho y su Loteria. You can buy it online. Actually, I want to say that if you, the ticket is going to be $10 and include the, the CD from Zapoteca Roots. That's, nice. if, that's if they go online, right? Yeah, they go online and, yeah, for Flavor Us. And you just search for El Borracho y su Loteria and that way it's going to come out the ticket. There, there you go. And the tickets include the CD from Zapoteca Roots. Right on. Man. I have a feeling that my brother's going to go as as El Borracho when he's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get all borracho. Hey, Holmes, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce? We're going to go into our music break right now, and uh, okay, why don't you introduce the song to our listeners? El Borracho. Yes, introduce it, Holmes. <laughs> okay, okay. This is the song that everybody that they know me. They. They 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 gonna know that I can lie to them. You know, <laughs> I'm very much. They are a hard drinker. <laughs> What's the name of the nah, song? El borracho. All right. Make it with so much love for all the people that always be there for us. Thanks, Holmes. Thank talk, you, guys. Talk later. All right. Por 
pongo loco es por ti Y si me emborracho es por ti porque yo no tengo tus besos Y si estás tomando es por ti Si me pongo loco es por ti Y si me emborracho es por ti porque yo no tengo tus besos Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm his brother, Angel. <laughs> and we're broadcasting live from Tio Luis's garage at TwinTalkCast.com. And on Live 365, the largest internet radio network. But you can podcast us on iTunes the next day because we are iTwins. I want to give everyone the opportunity to... Uh, to uh, um, to interact with us and remind everyone that you can become our friend on Facebook. It's Twin Talk Show on and on on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. And also, you can do it the old-fashioned way. If you have any questions or any comments uh, in regards to anything we say or our guests, um, you can call us at 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-8946. Yeah, and if anybody sees that 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 uh, UFO outside. Is there a UFO due, outside? Do West. I'm not kidding you. If it's a UFO, call in and tell us. Angel went outside to take a leak outside the garage during the song. <laughs> and you, was your back teeth floating or something? You saw a UFO? <laughs> I think I'm delirious because I've been uh, juicing for the last two days. Uh, anyway, so Marisol posted on Facebook. Uh, she posted that uh, every time she hears the Zapoteca Roots tune, she remembers the uh, the wedding of the of the year, uh, which was Lourdes and Angel's wedding, and I agree, it was a beautiful wedding. Yeah, these vatos rocked it, eh? She also insisted on posting one more thing. She said, "I love you guys." <laughs> Anyways, I'm really I gotta go. We gotta we move on to the next guest. I am so incredibly honored uh, to introduce our next guest because I've heard her speak uh, on different interviews on other radio stations that are of much better caliber than ours. <laughs> so the fact that she made it into Theo Luis's garage to uh, to have this conversation with us is a real honor. Um, her background, and let me again preface this for those of you who were uh, part of that controversial weekend of posts on Facebook. I actually contacted uh, our guest before all of this happened, just like Lisa Daftari just before, and it just so happens that this controversy happened, and it wasn't because I am um, I propagate any kind of hate or anything, nor does I, uh, my guest. From what I hear, I've met, I've I've heard her speak, but she does have some very controversial um, uh, opinions. And um, well, without further ado, uh, uh, 23 years as a Muslim, 14 years ex-Muslim. Uh, has a television show on Truth Sat TV. It's truthsat.tv uh, called Unveiling the Quran. And uh, her name is Nadim. And thank you, Nadim, for being here. Let's welcome Nadim. <laughs> okay, do you have a mic on? Here we go. Turn on that mic, bro, right there. So we invite her and we don't turn on her microphone. Yeah, I know. I'm That's sorry. Mean. <laughs> welcome, That's Nadim. Jose with his power and control. <laughs> no. Actually, we did the mic check and then you turned it off. I'm supposed to turn it off here, bro. Just leave oh. them on. So anyway, um, thank you very much for being here. And thanks for your patience and sitting around in our garage waiting patiently for us. It was us. nice to watch both of you. Like well, Really? Twins <laughs> that are completely different. <laughs> we, we are, and we are capitalizing on this. So um, I've heard your, I've heard, I think, uh, I think 
two or three interviews in the past couple of years with you, and every time I was fascinated. Thank um, you. Regardless of anyone's opinion or knowledge of the Muslim religion, it, it, it is fascinating, I think, to listen to someone like yourself with the kind of story that you have, and um, uh, it's very controversial. It is. Before I do, we do delve into that. Can you give us your background? Um, how were you? How did you become a Muslim? Were you born into it? All that stuff. Um, my family is originally Christian from Egypt. My father is Egyptian, and my mother is British. Which I never lived with my mother because my father, as you hear in the stories, took me away when I was a year old and sent me to Egypt without her knowing, telling mm. her that wow. he took a to, to a visit to our grandmother, mm -hmm. not knowing she's not going to see us uh, at all. And mm. I haven't seen my mother until I turned thirty-two for Ooh. the first time ever found her. But wow, um, we did live in a Christian. Uh, home but but my aunt since i ever opened my eyes and knew them they were muslims they turned into islam they married muslim men so my grandma was the only one christian because my father also also became a muslim so um when i went to visit my dad uh back in england where i was born he was remarried and i lived with his um his wife and him my stepmom and they were living the islamic life i go back to egypt my grandma is living the christian life but then my um my aunts are living an Islamic life. So it was mixed between both. Mm -hmm. So in any holidays of the Islamic holiday, we had to celebrate it. Either I was living with my dad in England or if I was living in Egypt because of my... As I can say, I'm the only... Uh, back then, I was the only one or um, grandchild of my uh, grandmother who was still a Christian back then. Wow. But then after a while... Um, surroundings around me, my aunts, my cousins, friends in school, um, uh, they watch you in the neighborhood. Muslims do not leave you alone if you're Christian, by the way, and they know that your father is a Muslim. They don't leave you alone. Wow. So they became like um, when I was 12 years old, every day after school, I will find a bunch of guys from my area right in front of my school waiting for me. Is this in Egypt? This is in Egypt. And they will take my brother, had my brother with me. He's only a year older than me. They will take my brother one side, one group will take my brother, and the other group will take me. And then keep on telling me, how can you believe in Christianity? How can you live with a Christian? Um, just let's talk about Jesus. How can a, a, a God eat, sleep, and drink? And they start putting all these things. And I was only 12 years old, so right. uh -huh. I believed whatever I heard. And then I saw, I'm like, yeah, well, why is my aunt so Muslim? Why is my dad Muslim? Why is my grandma the only one Christian? So I start to... And I had that feeling towards them that I liked the religion because of the holidays that we spent together with my cousins and my aunts. Sure. I start to get into it. I gave. Uh, I start to become a Muslim at twelve. I said my shahada. The Imam was, you know, I had to say Ashhadu la ilaha illallah, and then continue that the Prophet is the Prophet of Allah. Basically, profess your your profess your my faith. Your faith. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then I start living my faith. But but I felt like I lived it before because of my aunts. I watched them pray. I, I fasted Ramadan even when I was little with them. So when I became Muslim, I always was looking for, because I never had that love of a dad in my life because he was always marrying, remarrying, leaving me alone in Egypt. So I was always looking for a powerful, um, I was looking for God in general. Okay. So I found him in Islam. I became a Muslim. And then I became a Muslim more than the Muslims themselves. I've, I've been been told by Muslims who lived a normal Islamic life, say, wow, you as a background Christian who is grandma's Christian and you, you are living more of an Islamic life than we are, which I start to cover up. 
I didn't uh, uh, explain that. Cover yeah, up. Yeah, cover up like wear the hijab from ha- like cover my hair, not showing my hair. Uh, wearing a jilbab, which it's like a it's a gown that you can wear normal clothes underneath, but then you wear this big gown on top that nobody can see any part of your body. I would totally go nude under that. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was really miserable on hot days, to be honest with you. I, but, but I you couldn't s- breathe. But you became so devout that so you were... So devout. I believed in it so much that I followed everything in it, like not even putting why, makeup, wh- not even unplugging my eyebrows because it was, it why? was forbidden. Why? Because why did you feel you needed to be so devout? I mean, I you, you, you were like born a Christian. Yeah, but then I felt when I found this, if this is the true religion, why not follow what this Allah tells me to do? So, Because I was terrified from him. Because every time I read the Quran, I'm going to burn in hell. I'm going to be tortured. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be burned I'm so gonna, as a woman. So it wasn't because you felt uh, convicted to do it out of, the, out of faith and belief it or was more both. out of fear? It was fear and faith at the same time. Sounds it's like, the like Catholic a mini- religion. Mini- <laughs> uh, how do you say? Like a brainwash, manipulation, you know. And I believed in it. And then uh, one day after... It's kind of like Twin Talk. Yeah. I believe in Twin Talk, but I'm scared of my brother. I know. <laughs> 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 but it's like, it's like that. It's like you, you get into something so much that it becomes it that you don't think of anything else around you. Uh-huh. You don't want to think. You don't give yourself an opportunity to think about. You see everything else evil. That's how I saw it. I saw Christians and Jews and everybody out there is as evil. And you were just, <laughs> but your grandmother was a Christian. How could you reconcile that? Being I started to turn against her before I left. I did. I turned against her. And uh, is that and why is that because of yourself or were you taught that that was the I way? was brainwashed okay that explain she's that. an infidel that she's uh, I'm not supposed to eat from her food that she's a filthy person that they're like pigs and monkeys and I I was 12 years who old who says that why do they but say the Qur- that the Quran says that the Quran and their books there's another book besides the Quran which is called a hadith which explains the the um, how you eat how you drink how you sleep how you, I'm sorry to say even how you use the bathroom Interesting. Uh, my brother and I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. It's how are you told to use the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? It's so funny because in the hadith it says that the, the Prophet Muhammad, when he used to go to the restroom, he had to wipe with three rocks. You cannot do any, and it had to be three special size rocks. So you use rocks to wipe? Yes. Holy He's moly. He's a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> See, only on <laughs> Twin Talk do you hear this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Whoa. You got to wipe with three rocks. That would be a deal breaker for me right uh, there, dude. Yeah. I mean, I could almost fall for the 21 virgins. But once I got to wipe with three rocks every time, because I have some pretty healthy bowel movements, man, and I really enjoy them. Well, I've had a, a couple of rocks come out. So, no, but no. Um, so, uh, OK, so that's very interesting. You um, you were born Christian. You uh, you were you feel uh, don't put words in my mouth. No. Uh, I mean, don't I mean, don't let me put words in your mouth. No. Um, you feel like you were brainwashed into this religion. Yes. But your intentions were noble, obviously. Yeah. You wanted yeah, to do I the right thing. But I wanted well, I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I found the right religion out there for me. And then it turned out to be. How did it turn out? What happened? What was the impetus for you to finding? Was it a gradual thing? No, was it was. It was actually. I'm a very stubborn person. If if you don't prove to me what you're saying, then get out of here. Okay. Example. Uh, example. I start to hate Christians and Jews because the Quran tells me they're infidels. They're they're pigs and monkeys. Muhammad taught me not to like them, not to live with them, and that, all that stuff. So example, real quick. I'm going to uh, divert you a little bit. Okay. So did you treat Jews and and Christians as such because of that? Yes. 
I didn't even want to shake hands with them because we're not supposed to shake hands with them. Because if we do and it's a prayer time, I have to go wash my hands from them. Okay, I know we're diverting filthy. still from There's what There's nothing wrong with bacon and ham. <laughs> I, I couldn't s- eat bacon, <laughs> but it tastes good. I, still, <laughs> I, I know we're still diverting on that question because uh. I, I'm, I'm going to delve on this one. So you couldn't – so did you um, feel hatred? Towards or yeah, toward the Jews. Yes, of course I did. Yeah, because that's what I, I, I look. When you're a Muslim and you're very devoted in your religion and you want to be that real, true Muslim, you have to follow everything. You feel hatred towards those people because the Quran teaches you that they're liars, that they corrupted the books, that they're the ones who killed all the prophets and this and that. So you look at them like they're just a bunch of losers you that you are superior you're the top person so they're nothing mm-hmm. so that's how we looked at them mm-hmm. so again the that imp- they're gonna burn in hell so let's go back to the impetus of, of, of what made you uh what finally was the turning point what, what happened is is uh i met a christian from all the way back home in egypt she used to go to school with me and when she saw me she freaked out of course she's like oh my god is Why? that you because she saw me as a young girl in egypt without the the head cover and the scarf and the the dress that I was yeah, wearing. Your, yeah, your face I didn't covered. have my whole face. I had my face shown, but no makeup, no eyebrow plucking. You can tell how bad I look. So uh, <laughs> I'm uh, all about the hair, though. We've talked on my show here. I like the natural thing. Yeah. Though. we've <laughs> talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. So she she saw me. She freaked out and she said, "What did you do of yourself?" I said, "I told her this is my religion. It's none of your business. Keep away." And I was very mean to her. Wow. So she told me, "Well, listen, there is an ex-Muslim, and I never, as a Muslim, heard there was an ex-Muslim." I was like, "What?" <laughs> wow. She like, was I was real she got scared of me because she backed away a little bit because my face turned red and I was so mad at that her. There, there, how dare there be How ex- dare you say there was a Muslim who an ex What is that? I never heard it as a Muslim. Interesting. So she told me that he's an ex-Muslim that he left Islam and I got so furious and oh, just shut up and you can't be saying that and then she said Okay, I'll bring you some books that he have wrote to or he read to bring to you. Uh-huh. And I said, okay. So when she brought these books, what I did is I read them for a reason, not to read them to bring out Islam is wrong. No. I read them to <laughs> prove that they are wrong. Right. Re- a rebuttal. Uh-huh. Yes. So I can like tell her off and say, here, come here. I'll show you what, wh- right. how you already corrupted the books. Because Muslims believe that the Christian and the Jews corrupted the books, that these are not the true books out there. I have a question. Um, because I know that uh, they, th- th- or maybe I'm wrong, but correct me. Uh, the the basis of Islam is the worshiping of the Prophet Muhammad, but it's but it, it, okay, it's not worshiping Muhammad, but it. Okay, this is what I want to say to to Muslims, not and to you guys to understand. Sure. When you're a Muslim, you don't feel like you're worshiping him; you're worshiping Allah. But if you get to think about it, yeah, you're worshiping Muhammad, not Allah. Well, because, because go ahead. Because it says in in an hadith, there's a hadith which is one of the prophets saying that he, uh, um, whoever cusses Allah gets whipped a hundred lashes, but whoever cusses yes. Muhammad shall be killed. That's what I'm going to bring so up. So who's that's ex- higher superior? That's what Allah? I was going to bring yes. up. That's exactly my question because. All over the place uh, right now with what's going on in the Middle East, mm-hmm. uh, people want to defend Muhammad because not bec- Allah. Not Allah. And I'll surprise your guest today by something. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to surprise your guest by something. Uh, okay. <laughs> so before, and I can't wait to see. But it just again, I read it all over the place. Uh, all these Muslims want to defend Muhammad, and, yes. I, and I thought, well, how about Allah? He's th- no, he's, God. he's not there. Wow, it's very interesting. Because what I want to tell your guests and many of people don't know here that. I since I'm a uh, I have my own show. I have to look up thousands and thousands of YouTubes 
a lot of YouTubes go, and, and I, before I do a show the night before, I go through about 22 to 35 YouTubes. You, do, your them. you do a research. Yes, a research of YouTube. So I, this was like six years ago, I came upon a YouTube that this man uh, is wearing a devil, red, red, like you see in Halloween, yeah. and he's wearing a devil, and he made a few episodes about Allah and the Quran, and he brought stuff from the Quran. I didn't hear nobody say anything. Mm. I heard I saw this six years ago, and I, by the way, I saw this movie also that they're making a big deal out of right. a, a while ago. It, it's not new, by the way. The one you're talking about, yes, yeah, the, a the year one ago. that made that all that. The innocence of the Muslim. Yes, the innocent. That was a while ago. Yeah, it came out about a year ago. I hear yeah. that's why I don't believe it has anything to do with this no. what's going on. No. So, so why is it? Uh, so I want to know is is um, why are you why are you here? I mean, why do you uh, are you? I'll tell you why. Yeah, you have a passion yeah, for I this. I do have a passion because I tell you something. As passionate I was into Islam, and when this girl brought these books for me, what Muslims do is we memorize the Quranic verses without trying to understand the meaning behind it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're just like parrots, we just go after what our whatever they're teaching us. So this is with me memorizing, and and so I can recite during my prayer. But when once I start to say, hold on. I'm going to start to think here. I'm going to start to use my brain here. And I start uh -huh. to think and research the books that they don't want us to research. I was in a complete shock. Oh, my Lord, what am I reading? What I have? Oh, my God, what is this? You're telling me Muhammad married a six-year-old? I didn't. They liked me. They told me she was 13. Back then, you know, I can understand 13, 14. Yeah. Right. But then I look and I'm like, oh, my Lord, she was six. Yeah. And and then I'm like reading more, and the more I read, I now, got into shock. Let me ask you this, because I'll even go further and I'll stretch it. Mm -hmm. I'll say, look, you know, um, how old was Cleopatra? She was, you know, a very young lady, mm -hmm. and she was the queen. Um, so I mean, even I, I'll let that stretch. I'll how, let that, how old was Cleopatra? I don't know. I think she was like 11 or something like mm -hmm. that. She was the queen of Egypt okay. or whatever. I don't know. I may be wrong, but mm -hmm. my point being is. Let, let's let that one slide. I can't let but, it slide. But, 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 but let me finish here. <laughs> let's let that one slide. Do Muslims still accept that as okay now? Yes, because in the Quran itself, in Surah At-Talaq, the verse, uh, verse 4, it says, and if they go back in their books and research, because in the Quran, every verse has a meaning why it came down. Mm -hmm. And they don't search this up. But if you search the divorce, uh, verse 4, it says, and who those who did not menace us yet did not get their periods yet. And when I went back in the book, this is talking about divorce, okay? It's okay, talking about okay, okay, three... So uh, you uh, need to back up. I'm, okay, I lost I'm you. I'm going to back up. Okay, this, okay, the Quran gives you a way of life. How, when you divorce, what to do, when you marry, what to do, and all that stuff. Okay. This is talking about divorce. They give the woman a three-month to make sure she's not pregnant so she become a divorce. It's called Aida in Arabic. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it was talking about the old lady, the young lady, uh, the old lady and the pregnant lady. If she's pregnant, then after she gives birth to the baby. But if she's old and didn't even menop uh, when she was menopause and still have to wait three months, even if those who did not get their periods yet have to wait three months. I wanted to know who those who did not get their periods. Right. So I look in their books and their scholars say the young girls who did not reach the age of puberty yet. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, that means... Yes. The age of, she can be one, mm -hmm. she can be six months, mm -hmm. she can be two, three, and that was true. Because there's a hadith that says you can marry your daughter even if she's in the, 
uh, what is it again? That thing, that blanket the, that covered uh, the, 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 the what did I say? You cover with, like, even if the she's swaddle, like, yeah. The swaddle. The yeah. Wow, that's very interesting. So I, I looked upon the stuff, and then there's more to say than this. There's is not just this. It's more and more. But I, I like to, you know, I'm, I like to say, uh, I like to ask you this, you know, like if you look at the, uh, the, uh, the, the Christian Bible, mm. there's stories of, you know, killing and stuff there. There you is. Know. He brings a, he brings a very good saying, point. So, I so, so, I mean, like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just, just for I the know, sake I of know. conversation You are right. Here. There is. I tell you something. Okay, mm. let's think about it this way because I've been asked this question and I love to research. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk and make logic sense here. When I read in the Bible, prophets that have killed and sinned, we look afterwards that God had a punishment for those prophets. He did not stand by them and say, you're right. Right. Okay. When David lusted his the, his, uh, he, he his servant, yeah, yeah, his serv- his Bathsheba. soldiers, yeah, but she, he he got punished for it. Yeah. God, Allah did not like God. Oh, okay, good job. You know, I'll give her to you. She's yours. No, he punished him. Mm-hmm. Every story in the Bible, there's a consequences for the wrong you do. It showed you even if you're the powerful man on earth, you're right. going to sin. You're going to get punished no matter how powerful you are. Right. But we go to the Quran. Mm-hmm. Muhammad can marry as much as he wants, sleep with young girls, uh, sleep with his maid without marriage, kill people, take their stuff. I mean, one of his wives, her name is Safiya bint Huyay, he killed her dad, her uncle, her brother, uh, all in front of her eyes when he, they were Jewish tribe that he uh, invaded, he and his, uh, I can call mafia, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> after he invaded them and he killed them in front of her, and this is in their books. This is not my saying. This is in their books. He had took her in the tent and slept with her and then married her. Does God, if people believe in him or not, I, people who do not believe in God even, who are atheists, they will not allow this to happen, will not have compassionate towards somebody killing somebody. And then so how, ro- how do the Muslim, how do Muslims, because it's such a large... Mm-hmm religion so many people are muslim in this world more muslims than christians how do the contemporary if i guess for lack of a better word contemporary westernized <coughs> muslims how do they reconcile that you mean about the muslims living here in the west yeah, or anybody i mean I, I, I have so much to say about that i mean yeah are, are they do they not see it listen they see it there is something in Islam that teaches... That, that could be very insulting to some Muslims. I am sorry. I'm not insulting. I'm being... On- Listen, okay. I was one of them. Uh-huh. I lived in America as a Muslim. I attended mosques in, te- in Texas as a Muslim. And I was a real Muslim. I mean, I had hatred inside of me towards uh, these people. Aren't you scared? Am I scared? Yeah. From what? From speaking... I, I'm saying the truth. Listen, I tell somebody. If you I have am. a problem, <laughs> have a problem. Why don't we do this more peacefully? If you're against this movie, I have an idea. Let's set up a whole world meeting mm-hmm. with big authorities. Bring the most intelligent interpreters out there that are truth, true ones out there, very high professional I- interpreters. And let's sit us and let us put it all on national television where everybody who's watching this can see. And this is, my, this, this is the thing. Let's watch this movie together. And ask the Muslim, what upsets you in this scene? They He's going to say, they're not going to do it because people don't know this about the movie. They're going to say, what upsets you about the scene? They're going to say, well, ah, he didn't do this. This is insulting to the Prophet Muhammad. And the Okay, let's open your books. Mm-hmm. I have brought here, when I was looking at my iPhone, I had to try to open here. There it's, was a it's, scene a mu- it's a Muslim iPhone. Yeah, it's a Muslim <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> Curse you, Allah. Okay. <laughs> so, um... 
My brother this is a scene here from the movie. I'm sorry. This okay. is a scene here from the movie that everybody made a big deal out where Mohammed was sitting, I'm sorry to say, between a woman's leg and she was telling him, covered her leg completely mm. na- naked, and she was telling him if he can see the devil, if it's an angel. It was a test of the spirit. And this is a true story from the Quran when Muhammad did not know the spirit is showing to him if it's a, a devil or if it's an angel, if it's the angel Gabriel. So he ran out of the cave he used to meditate in and ran to his wife Khadija and said, help me, help me. I don't know what the spirit is. And this is from the book. Uh, if Muslims are, are, are listening, they understand it's from Ibn Hisham, Ibn, uh, Ibn Hisham, Ibn al-Hakim, Ibn Abdul Malik, Ibn Abdul Malik, Ibn Hisham. And uh, Ismail Ibn uh, Abu Hakim. This is books in their Quran. This is people, scholars from there. And it says the story right here of the same thing in the movie. This movie was done a little bit sarcastic. I'm not okay, going to say so that. Okay, so what you just showed us there is an actual, it's, it's, it's actual it's, literature. It's from, the, it's from the hadith from, from their Islamic book. It says this. It's, okay. Let me read to you. So when Gabriel came to him as he was... N- was want the apostle said to Khadija is this Gabriel who just came to me get up O son of my uncle she said and sit by my left thigh because she had her thighs uncovered the apostle did so and then she said can you see him he said he said she said turn around and sit on my right thigh can you see him she kept on doing this test and then she put him in a place where she's not supposed to put his head. And she said, if I do that and he goes away, then it's Gabriel. If he didn't go away, then the devil, because he's not embarrassed of seeing me uh, in this position. So it's a, so it's a, this is all from their books, I promise. It's right there. So I read it's, it. a, it's like some, some kind of sexual... Yeah, I read this seven thing. years ago, or 14 years ago. And then when I start to study more, I've been doing this for seven years. I've been doing this for seven years where I speak to imams and sheikhs on uh, chat rooms. And I bring this conversation up to them. And what happens? They start cussing me out and they don't want to continue the conversation. Because once they know you know you know their books, they don't want to continue speaking with you. Sure. But some of them, I'm going to be honest, some of them will continue speaking to you. Because they are in a shock from hearing something they did not hear. And they'll come back and admit it. And they say, you know what? Oh my God, I did not know this existed in our books. I'm going to research more. Is there anything else you want to tell me? Let me ask you this. What is going on? There's this, uh, ever since 9-11, there's this uh, interesting phenomenon because uh, I'm sure you see it as much research as you do. Um, and um, you see it all over the media and everything. It's, it seems okay, or at least not politically incorrect, to slander or bash the Christian Anybody who's Christian or of the Christian religion, but now as evidence in what happened in my um, uh, this my post this weekend, if anybody feels that you're insulting the Muslim religion and our governments defend it, uh, uh, the media defends it, what is going on here? I, f- I find such an irony because it was radical Muslims or if th- whatever the term is mm-hmm. that flew the planes into our buildings. On 9-11. Why, why, why? Was there a movie done on 9-11 for them to... F- to f- was what what, what happened point. back then? <laughs> Good point. That's, a, that's up for uh, uh, another show. You know, l- let me tell you something. Either the movie was done or not. This was going to happen. But, I'm, but they, my question is why... Uh, what my, I guess I didn't okay, give you my go, question. Go I guess my question wasn't very clear. Why is it now politically... Correct. Apparently, apparently, it's politically a political correct. It's a political movement. Uh, it's right now. <laughs> let me finish. Right and now, it's politically 
correct to go ahead and make fun of uh, and bash anything, Christians, yes. but Muslims, you can't you can't speak anything of. Because I tell you something, it's like a bully in school who keeps on bullying you, and the more he knows you're afraid of him, he's going to continue to do it. That's a very good point. That brings up the point that my brother brings up because he just asked you if you're scared, and I know what he's coming. I, I, I think I know uh-huh. where he's coming from because uh, the post that I put up on Facebook recently could be could incite some anger with Muslims. Um, you being here, mm-hmm. I'm sure, makes my brother kind of nervous uh, because okay, there's I'm so not much. I'm going to kill you. Because <laughs> no, not you, but because I'm just joking. Scared of you. I'm just because joking. so I mean, many I'm Muslims, because we know uh, people right now are being killed across. Uh, uh, you know, different but countries. give me a good reason. I mean, I know it's you've had happen. death threats. I know, I know, I had death threats. But I want them to stand up and give the Americans, give the West in general. Uh, I mean, the movie was done. They went bazook. Okay, mm-hmm. this movie was done long time ago. It was an excuse. They know it was out long time ago. This right. was an excuse because there's. And let's not forget, when it happened, it was nine eleven. Yes, eleven years ago. So it on was a, a Tuesday. On a t- come on. Yeah. It was too obvious. Yes. I, every year, I put my hands on my heart. Every September 11, I say, God, if there, is there gonna something happen? And I just watch out on the news. I keep the radio on all the time. Every year, I was not smart as I, they are of pl- evil plots. Of they waited. Ele- look at the patience. Yeah. Eleven years to right. make it as an anniversary of 9/11. Right. So. Um, let me tell you something about them. Islam in the Quran has to dominate the world. The Quran teach them that they have to dominate the world. Either you made the movie, did not make the movie. Speak nice to them, not speak too nice to them. You did if you save somebody's life from them. So it what you're saying it them. doesn't matter if we were best friends with them, it so to speak. Matter. They still <coughs> plan to take yes, over they us. They are. Because why? Because they believe that Allah tells them in the Quran that they are superior than all the human beings and the Islamic religion has to spread the whole world. And that when Jesus comes back, they believe he's coming back, Isa ibn Maryam, which he is going to come down, destroy the cross, kill the pig. I don't know why he has uh, against the pig, but (laughs) uh, kill the pig and then uh, spread Islam. And how, it, and how is it being done now? How is how How's it been done yes. by violence? He hasn't had carnitas. That's why he's against the pig. <laughs> See, they know. They tacos, <laughs> you know but but it's also, know. you were mentioning something in our conversation that, because um, we know it's <coughs> being done by violence and what have you, but you mentioned that now our, you know, in the Western world, uh, there, there, there's a uh, sort of an invasion of our colleges. There is. Like there that. is. There is invasion in our colleges. They are... I mean, I don't know what's happening to, to Americans. They're sitting there. I don't know if they're, the coffee has decaf or what it is they're giving <laughs> them out there. But um, they're in our colleges. They're, there's, I, I attended uh, a speech to a professor from college. I did not say one word to him that I was an ex-Muslim. I heard his whole speech. It was all from point A to point Z. It was a lie. And I confronted him in front of the audience by one question. He backed up and looked at me. I promise you, if this guy had a gun, he would have shot me. Mm. Because this was him buying the, the people. Our Allah is your Allah. We all believe in one God. Our prophets are your prophets. Ishmael and, and Isaac and right. all these. He, and they're sitting and go, yeah, you yeah. know. And Abraham. And I'm like, I, I let him finish his whole speech. And they said, who, who's the first person who wants to ask a question? I raised my hands right away, of course. 
And I said, well, I have a question for you. I want to ask you if you say our prophets are your prophets and our Allah is your Allah and all that. It's all good with me. Can, can we ask to please visit Mecca? Didn't you say Abraham built oh, the Mecca? Oh, good he question. backed up. I promised you. He gave me the evil look and he said, where are you from? <laughs> exactly like that. What does that mean? Okay, because they believe in Mecca. You know, Saudi Arabia, that big... Big black, that big black, square thing. Black square, yeah. yeah. They believe uh, uh, Prophet Abraham, he and his son Ishmael built that. Okay. So when this professor was trying to convince this audience, this Western audience, that they are peaceful and that their religion is their religion, um, he told them that all our prophets are your prophets. Uh -huh. We're all one. But we so can't I visit. Said, but we but can't visit Mecca. I know. So I asked. I said, okay, if they're all one, and Abraham is our Abraham. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, can we all go visit Mecca? And he he looked at me and was almost like mm. evil but, look. But technically, but we can't but because we're not allowed to. We're infidels. But technically, uh, right? The infidels can't. We're second class citizens. Let me ask. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt sure. you. Look in Egypt. Look in. Uh, look what happened to Iraq. The Christians are wiped out. In Egypt, people here don't know that every single day for 1,400 years, churches are burned. Girls are kidnapped before the age of 18 so they can get pregnant and turn into Islam. A lot of our listeners don't know this because le uh, this is going on now, Angel. Um, a lot of listeners don't know that because uh, the Quran teaches that if you're not Muslim, you're a second-class citizen. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a woman, you're even worse than a second-class citizen. You're worse. And if, so if you're a Christian living... In an Arab or and, a Muslim country. And if you're a pig, you're not even a taco. Yeah. No. <laughs> so if you are a second-class citizen, like a Christian, and you're mm -hmm. living in an Arab country, you're actually paying a tax to, yes, to survive, yes, to live. Yes, you are. Otherwise, you're going to be killed. Yes. And believe it or not, there is places in Egypt till now that has signs, Christians are not allowed to enter here, Christians are not allowed to work here. Yeah, there was a coffee shop done by a very famous actor that decided all of a sudden from being very bad to cover up, and then she opened the coffee shop. Mm. She put a big sign in front of the coffee shop that Christians are not allowed. Mm. We're in 2012. Right. It's still happening out there. Um, so what is uh, – is there you, – you said one thing, too, uh, that I heard in one of the interviews – why? I think it was Larry Elder. I'm yes, gonna, I was I'm, on Larry I'm Elder. I'm going to pimp out Larry Elder. He's I, fantastic. This guy's amazing. Um, he asked something that led to this, and he asked, why is it that they, uh, the Muslim religion cannot reconcile things, much like you said, speaking or whatever? And you mentioned that there's no such thing as, no. as peace and love no. in the Quran. They're, is they that correct? They don't want peace. No, you said that there's no... You there's were more two technical. Words. There was two words in the Quran. There's two words that you cannot find in the Quran. And I promise you this, and anybody can hold me against There's two words I'm not allowed to find. There is not love or peace in the Quran. These two words are not in the Quran. So when they say Islam is the religion of peace, I'm like, oh, where, where is the peace in the Quran? There's not even peace. And when they try to answer that question, I know... Trust me, when I have a, a discussion with a Muslim over chat rooms, I know his answer before he answers. And this is mm. their answer for this. Well, Islam is mentioned in the Quran so many times, so Islam means peace. Islam means submission. It does not mean peace. Mm. So that's the way you answer. And is that an Arabic word or is it an ancient uh, Islam, dialogue? it's a submission, yeah. It means an English submission. Wow, that's interesting. So, yes, there's there, the peace and love do not exist in the Bible and the Quran. In the Quran, there is not the word love or peace. And, and I, I want to talk a little bit about the movie. The movie that was done, you guys, please, it's... These people did not do anything wrong. They spoke their mind. Yeah. They wanted to get the message out there. Um, and every story that's in each episode in this movie is from the Islamic books. Right. That's what people out there, people think that this was a made-up right. story. It's not a made-up story. I think they're just really pissed off because they suck at acting. <laughs> <They were laughs> it was, uh, and you know what? Yeah, because it's in English. Don't forget. <laughs> the Muslims are upset because it's in English because 
Westerns are going to start to see it and say, ooh. And they should have put some Mexicans in there. They look more Islamic <laughs> than these white guys. I know. Did. When I saw the movie, that's what I said. I'm like, come on. They don't we even look <laughs> Arab at all. We did a story with Telemundo right after 9-11. <laughs> and we got, we got one of the guys, this guy, he's a cameraman. We call him Taliban now. <laughs> yeah, I said Taliban. That's what they call him now. That's his Telephone. nickname. Because we wanted to see what kind of backlash there was. And he went out and he looked like just dressed as best we could, uh, you know, stereotypically. Uh, on the streets and of some LA. guy you picked up at Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to see what he, they would treat him. Um, you know, um, w- I, we can go on and on and on and on. And I feel like I've probably done this interview an injustice because it's such a, a complex, complex issue, uh, especially in an age. Well, because we all have friends, we all know people that are that are Muslim and uh, or have a Muslim background, or and you feel you don't want to offend people. But you're speaking with such conviction on something like this. I, I tell you a little thing. My my daughter's uh, friend at school is a Muslim, and my daughter said, "Can I have a Muslim friend?" And I looked at her and said, "Oh Lord, okay." And she, wow. uh, when she brought, I said, "Let let me let me meet her first. She came to the house. She was dressed in very short shorts, uh, oh, really? top showing her. You know, she's only twelve years mm. old or thirteen. I'm like, okay, so then you're safe here. <laughs> so, but believe it or not, when my daughter went to their house for dinner a few times, when I met, I met the mom, and the mom works out and she wears these school clothes. Also, I was shocked by this. My daughter, I said, why don't you go to your? Fr- I'm not going to mention names, but of why course. don't you go to your friend's house no more? She goes, mom, her mom and dad said I'm not allowed there no more. Wow. And I freaked out. I said, Why? what did you Christian. do? Did you disrespect something in the house? Did you dirty something? Did you jump on bed? You know, stuff like that. Not not thinking of the religion. She was mom, because I spoke every time I ate. I said, oh, thank God for this food. I thank God for this. Oh, my Lord, this. So they found out that I'm religion in Christianity. They mm. don't want me no more in the house. So I don't be influenced on their daughter. That's so ironic. this was like, wow, to me. It's ironic because at the same time, they're very westernized. and they're Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just be careful out there because let me tell you, these people as much as they, but when it comes to their religion, uh, uh, Larry asked me a question and I want to make it clear here. Maybe people heard yes. me. He asked me, uh, the expert of terrorists said they're 15% out of Muslims who are terrorists. And I told him 60 and he got in shock. He's right. like, what do you mean? I didn't have the time to explain it there, but what I want to say is my answer was 60 for a reason. And I will ask you this. The the again, the the is that the experts say that 15% of Muslims are terrorists. All around the world. Uh, from ar- all Around the world, but you say it's 60. Yeah, uh, let me ask you a question. The people who uh, did the riots in Egypt and Libya and Tunisia, are these from terrorist groups? No, actually, probably not. A lot of them are, but a lot of them are not. Not a lot of them. Right. No, they're normal people walking down the street. So this is how I, I, I s- this is the reason I said 60, because anybody can rise up. You don't have to be from a terrorist group to rise up and start killing. So, you know what, you're absolutely right. I mean, I guess that it's a very good point, because um, the people that are card-carrying terrorists are card-carrying terrorists, but they had mobs of people out there defending Mohammed. Yes, you, you, anybody, any, it, because in Egypt they say if you see somebody who left Islam, even if you don't know them, and somebody pointed and said, "Hey, this person just converted to Christianity or le- you know left Islam and converted," he has the right to go kill you, even if he doesn't know you. So everyone has a potential for being a terrorist yes. based on their uh, on that's, what the that's Quran why, teaches. That's why that's my answer was sixty percent. Interesting. Any questions, bro? Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm, com- I'm, I'm riveted. I, I don't mean to be offended to them. We, uh, we, I just want to explain something that we love them. I just don't love the religion. I wish they can wake up and say, "Okay, let's have a talk. Let's talk." 
Mm. Violence does not bring about violence. Right. So uh, we want their opinions to be heard. And there was something really weird that happened in one of the YouTubes with Libya that we s I speak fluent Arabic. And this person who was videotaping the Libyans uh, attacking the, uh, the American embassy, in the background, while he was recording, we can hear the people say, the person who sent us was Dr. Mohammed Morsi. And I freaked out. I said, oh, my God, let's, re let's, re let's rewind the YouTube. Yeah. We rewind the YouTube. And they said, the person who sent yeah. us was Dr. Mohammed Morsi. This is in Arabic. So they're admitting that the person who sent them was the president of Egypt. The this was scary. It mm -hmm. was scary. So who was who was uh, who was from the Brotherhood of Islam? He's, he's the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, which is a known uh, uh, supporter of terrorism yes. all around the world. Yes. Um, you know, it's funny because you told me that story when we were talking yes. in the interview. Uh, Give the guy a taco, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking Take about taco. That. He'll be fine. Uh, bacon. <laughs> bacon. You mentioned that on the phone uh, when I spoke to you before you came. and Wrap I it up in bacon, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I did some research today, and I saw that somewhere. Someone actually wrote that, 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 that that's the case. Yes. That they heard it, too. Um, uh, I, I guess I'm done. I, I just, I just, because uh, we've run out of time, unfortunately. Okay. We've went over time. But, cause, but we can go on and on and on. Um, last question is, uh, you, you, if you haven't already received death threats uh, for what you're saying, because if a stupid film can get such such reactions from people, I'm sure you, being a woman, yeah, um, and an, now an infidel, yeah, and speaking out like you I'm do, are you not are you not afraid? And if the, if so, why are you doing this? It's like. I I can't stand somebody lying and seeing other people in danger and just I feel guilt like I will sleep at night feel like that's what made me start all this was September 11 actually I when I saw September 11 happening I was on the floor crying and weeping and until this day every time the, mem the September 11 comes I cannot help but cry well we all do but, but we don't risk our lives like you are but come on you see something like this, and you know the reason behind it. Why can't you speak up to save more lives from, from this happening? If you're going to save lives, I'm not saying I'm, a, I'm nothing. But if I can, one word can change a lot, why not say it? That's, that's how I look at it. Well, well, that's pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. You know, um, I don't know what to say. Uh, um, first of all, thank you very much for being on oh, our show. Oh, thank you for having uh, me. I've heard you a couple times, at least two or three times, and I just said I, 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 I had to have you on our show. You, you, have, you, have, pretty, you have pretty eyes. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it's because I'm imagining you like this. <laughs> <laughs> My brother just motioned as if she's wearing a burqa. A burqa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for being on Twin Tech. Thank, thank you, you for being patient and being with us. Uh, such an honor. Thank you very thank much. You. I'm going to get bacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, uh, please stand back. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back we're gonna have angels chill lounge so stand by hug a twin today listen to twin talk with jose and angel tuesdays at 7 p.m kick back and listen
A scholar in political science once said, politics is basically a scramble for power. Hmm. But power is the need to control, and the need to control is only necessary if you are afraid. So the scramble for power is really just a reaction to fear. Could it be then, when we vote, it is grounded in fear as well? This explains why the political climate is harsh and unforgiving. It engages one in rhetoric which is circular in nature and oppressive by design. It creates the illusion of otherness for its own gain. Otherness, that's the real issue. This is the issue we must address, and as we do, all others will fade. Chill, one love. And that brings, uh, that's another edition of my brother's Chill Lounge. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of another Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. As we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Make sure you tune in again. And uh, if you didn't get a chance to tune in, I'm glad you're listening at the uh, podcast. <laughs> All our shows will be ar are archived for podcasts for free on our website on TwinTalkCast.com and... Make and on uh, uh, iTunes because we are iTunes and make sure that you tune in all the time. We have great shows in the work and a lot of great shows in our archives. Remember, twintalkcast.com is growing. We now have a brand new show. It's called Tales from the Sunset Strip with, with Willie, Willie Bass. Every Tuesday, three o'clock, he broadcasts live from the Cantor's Deli's famous Kibitz room. And you know what? He's taken out on the road. He's going on tour with Leon Hendricks. He's going to be broadcasting for really? on the road. Yes. Awesome. Oh, and make sure that you, you know, my brother and I, because we are connected, we love to hang out with our, our, our listeners. Uh, we're going to be at the uh, Zapoteca Roots CD release party this Saturday uh, with our Twin Talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth. And we got some bumper stickers. So come on down. Just check out the event on our page, Twin Talk Show, Zapoteca Roots CD release party for all the details. We want to thank our guest, uh, Lisa Daftari, a uh, journalist and Middle East expert. Lisa Daftari from lisadaftari.com. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. You rock. Uh, also, uh, Eduardo, uh, the front man and singer from uh, the Zapoteca Roots. Eduardo Hernandez, no relation, right? But he is a hey, We're all brothers, man. The world is a ghetto. Man. Also want to thank very much um, awesome, awesome guest, Nadim, who was here talking about uh, giving us a very unique insight uh, to the Muslim religion. Indeed, very unique. Thank you so much. And, uh, we and yes, you do have pretty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Burka or not? <laughs> I, I must concur. Anyway, so thank you for listening, everybody. We'll catch you guys next time. Good, good night. Choo!